Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Guys Without Helmets. Well, the NFL Divisional Round is in the books. Crazy, crazy, crazy outcomes here, guys. I'm a little surprised at a few things. No need to uh, to cry over spilled milk, but let's just jump right in. Let's talk about that AFC. We said last week that Jacksonville could give the Chiefs everything that they bargained for. They kind of did, Caleb. Yeah, they did. It was one possession game. Patrick Mahomes had an ankle injury, left for a drive. Chad Henney came in, 98-yard touchdown, I believe, on seven plays. I think that's just off the top of my head. But um, <laughs> I don't think Mahomes needed to play this game. Their offense is very efficient. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know that the Jaguars put up 20 points and almost could have won the game here. But Tim, and by the way, Tim Schneider, thanks for joining us. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks, always guys. great. We call it Tim Cast, but we can't do that. There's probably <laughs> some liability in us saying that. Um, <laughs> Tim, here's, my, here's what I, we were talking about live during the game. Question I had is Jacksonville essentially has two drives late in the game. Yeah. One is a fumble. Yeah. One is a subpar receiver not being able to hold on to the right. football. If so they had far. a number one receiver, mm. I don't think they do. Yeah. If nice. they had humor me, if they had a number one receiver on mm-hmm. that team, does this game go the other way? Yeah, it definitely does. And, and and honestly, they had their chances, right? I mean, they they I felt like they got a little conservative in the third quarter, especially. They they had some chances to put it away. To me, they were kind of playing with house money, right? Like that expression yes, of that. Exactly. No one was going to be disappointed if they lost. To me, they should have been. They should have opened it up a little bit more. And cover freaking Travis Kelsey. My gosh, yes. 14 <laughs> catches. 14 catches for Travis Kelsey. Cover him. I hope um, I hope Cincinnati was watching that carefully. Yeah, I mean, the Jags, as you said, had plenty of opportunities. They had a, what, 60, 65-yard pass yes. that was perfect pass from Trevor Lawrence. My gosh. I know in the broadcast they said it was an overthrow. Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> oh, definitely was not. That, Chris that never was, got that, that open was, in his life. No, but 60-plus yard uh, opportunity. Could have been a touchdown, obviously, but a uh, big play is missed there. They had a ton of drops. I know they were, as Tim said, playing conservative football, but uh, they were dumping off the football and they still weren't cashing it then. So it was just the mistakes all across the board, and it was close, obviously, because of the injury that Patrick Mahomes had as well. What distance should it be guaranteed that an NFL quarterback can throw a guy in stride. 50 yards, 60 yards, what's the standard today? That's a long ball. Uh, hey, I'm lucky if I, I get it 40 yards. 45-50 is a good deep ball. Yeah, because we see Dak Prescott not even get yeah, close oh, to right. throwing a 50-yard ball. You're talking, <laughs> no, I'm, just saying, that's, I'm asking the question. You're talking like right. the max they should be able to throw? Well, what's, what, do we, what should we expect these clowns would, to be I throwing? Would, I would say pushing 60. Okay. You mean the guy shouldn't have to break stride if it's around 60? 45 to 50, you could throw pretty uh, accurate I'm not passes. Saying, I'm so. not saying like accurately. I'm saying you should be able to throw accurately 100% well, over 40 Well, I say that because we see, we see Trevor like drop that absolute dime like it was nothing. Oh, there he is. Poop. And the guy drops it. And then we see Dak struggle to get it, you know, 40 air yards down the road. And my guy's bumping back to make the catch. Yeah. Like, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm just not, curious what the yeah, standard is. I'm not saying 100% accurate, but these NFL guys should be able to throw 60 yards somewhere down the field. Yeah, I'm, I I I don't like seeing all the short uh, hail yeah. marys they've had. Even Tom Brady in his nineties is throwing the ball fifty yards on a dime. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a quarterback. I am excited to see what they do with Calvin Ridley next year. Oh. I think that fixes their problem. So, who in the room thinks they have a number one right now? I don't think they do. I think all their guys are no. twos. I mean, they were all free agent acquisitions going into this year. So, right. Zay Jones is really good though. Mm-hmm. But he's a he's, number two on yeah, every but he's other very team. Good. Yeah, but with Trevor Lawrence, he gets the best out of these guys. They've <laughs> until he drops the I ball. Mean, in the Chargers game, they all had what a touchdown and eighty plus yards or something like that. They all they've all been productive because yeah, of Evan Trevor Ingram, Lawrence, Zay Jones, and Christian Kirk. 
I don't know. And what a turnaround, right? Yes. Like, I mean, Doug Peterson, say what you want about the guy, but my goodness gracious. Oh, I've you, said uh, it all. The, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I'll Coach be honest. You know, if, you, if you go back to our recordings from this time last year, I, I kind of laughed at the Doug Peterson thing, too, thinking, ah, this is just, they're just grabbing for a name, and they're, <laughs> they're not going anywhere. You got to just look at the numbers. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be up there for Coach of the he Year. You know? They I were mean, the worst team in the league last year. Right. Yeah. To literally, go from first literally the first, and, and really, you're talking a few plays here, and they're in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. So and I it, tell you what, people would actually give them a shot. Yes. I think some people oh, go, yeah. they're dangerous, they're hot, they have nothing to, to lose at this point. So There's nothing Jacksonville did in the later part of the year that, that I don't absolutely love. You could mm-hmm. feel the momentum, you yeah. could see them buying in. Yeah. Trevor, that game with the four interceptions coming out and just destroying. Yeah, I mean. That's elite yeah. mentality. Yeah. On the other side of that, Tim, we'll ask your opinion. I'm in the camp that the Chargers need to hire a new head coach. Are you in that yeah, camp? Yeah, I, I am, and it's funny. Two years ago, I was all, Brandon Staley's going to be good. I, <laughs> I like it. I'm, I'm jumping ship, too. And, and I'm jumping ship from the standpoint of, and this is where it gets it gets funny. You, you, I know there's all these rules about who you have to hire and interview in the, in the hiring process, but, but I think if they knew that they could get a stud coach, then you make the move. If you're just making a lateral move and bringing in another one out there, point, I know there is <laughs> Sean Payton. The funny thing about Sean Payton, though, is you know he has the same statistics as Mike McCarthy. Yeah, uh, almost, yep. almost. You mentioned that, didn't you? Did I you did mention bring that? that? Okay, yeah. all right, I didn't. Not catch today. That, sorry. And okay. everybody's pooping but, on Mike McCarthy. Right, everyone's ready to bring in he Sean. Has, he has more playoff wins. Right, I believe he has. It was the same record at one point mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, during the season. Yeah. They both had Hall of Fame quarterbacks, right. so you can't argue that My one had Aaron on, Rodgers because the other one had Drew Brees. Right. My yeah. only knock on um, McCarthy is he lets other coaches like and right now our, mm-hmm. our young play caller that I don't want to call him play. Right. <laughs> he lets him coach. He should take the. He right. Should be he should take this, the right. reins. Yeah. But I, I would love to see what Sean Payton would do with San, or with with the Chargers with LA. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine that? That would be an interesting. Yeah, thing. and I think they said they're likely going to stick with them, obviously, because it would be either reaching for Sean Payton or sticking with Brandon Staley. But um, they cu- uh, cut Joe Lombardi because of this. Their right. offense has been right. – I mean, they've been dumping off the football more often than anything with Justin <laughs> Herbert. We all know Justin Herbert has the big arm, the big playability, and they have not expressed that at all. But we're talking right. about a guy in Brandon Staley that was coaching the John Carroll Blue Streaks football team in 2016. <laughs> Blue Streaks. As what a defensive that? coordinator, he wasn't even a head coach. Gosh. So he doesn't really have a ton of NFL experience. Right. So I understand them giving him time to develop as a head coach, but – that w- what this team is and what their talent is across the board, they should be one of the top AFC teams for sure. Yeah, you already said Joe Lombardi. I think we've seen this since last year, all these one-possession games that the Chargers have been in and lost. Mm-hmm. Their play design is pretty predictable. They don't really have a run. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> they don't really have a run game. No. Eckler is a good running back. He scores a lot of touchdowns, but he's not a between-the-tackles runner. It's a system to run the football. It's a system. Yeah. Yeah. It's very predictable. They're in every game, and they lose every game that they're in. It seems like they blew a 27 and nothing lead in this game last week. So I think firing Joe Lombardi, now all the weight is on Brandon Staley. Oh, yeah. If he's yeah. not good next year, then he's gone. 100%. And Joe Lombardi works with someone like Drew Brees, who was in that system with Joe Lombardi on the Saints as well. Uh, because of the, the dink and dunk, the you have y- guys who can get yards after the catch. You have a ton of weapons on those teams. And in this mm-hmm. team, you have 30-year-old receivers who get zero yak, and Justin Herbert has to make all the throws for that to happen. So when he's dumping off the football, it's either going to Eckler, who gets big plays, or they're not getting big plays. I've said for a long time, Tim, you're old enough to answer this, true or false. 
Herbert reminds me of young Dan Marino because Dan had you know yep. the Marx Brothers for a few years, then mm-hmm. had virtually nobody. Like yeah. he was thrown to OJ McDuffie, right? Like, exactly. Who's OJ yeah, McDuffie? Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> and, and I feel like Herbert's the same guy. Like he's yeah. he's all right, guys. There it is, and they're just not making the catches. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. I think it goes down to scheme because ninety yeah. percent of the time. He's throwing a ball to Keenan Allen. He's getting tackled without yak, like Josh said. Or he's throwing a hospital ball to Mike Williams. He catches it, and he's out for four games because he's injured. <laughs> right. So their play design is not good for with no. motion or allowing players to have yak at all. So yeah, it's all just deep balls, and, and it's really Herbert making accurate throws. It's no, yeah. it's no one making plays. Yeah, and especially when Mike Williams is out like he was this week, their big plays down the field just don't exist. I mean, all of their points came from short yardage uh uh, plays on the offense because of what the defense did in those interceptions. I think, Caleb, to what you said, and we got to get off the Chargers. They've been dead for a week. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Eckler is a great back if you scheme him properly. But we see him in, in He's pieces. a great player. He scores a lot. Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the Chiefs, did they give this game away? Were they playing flat? I know they had an injury to the, the, the best quarterback in the league currently, but I mean, what, what was the real story here? Is Jacksonville this good? Is the Chiefs just playing down for him? Because it was super close. Oh, well, we look at the Chiefs. They've always been Kind of in every game outside mm-hmm. of the Rams where they kind of blew them out a few weeks ago. They lost to the Colts. So they're already a wishy-washy team. Their defense, it, it bends a lot. They allow a lot of points. Obviously, in this game, it's one possession game. I believe it was further away until the fourth quarter and Jacksonville kind of scored a little bit. I know they had a fumble at the end. Mm-hmm. But Travis Kelsey is the main reason they won, I think, obviously. Best tight end in the league he has Old been for half a decade. Mm. More than that. But yeah. I think the Chiefs, they just have better coach than everybody. You have a top five coach and the best quarterback. You're gonna, you're in every game. You could win any game. So I think yeah. I don't think they played flat. I think they played they played up considering Mahomes that uncertainty. So and Travis Kelsey really put the team on its back. And I think there there does speak some volumes to the the idea of having been there before, you know, and, and just having a little bit of that no no panic and just some of those plays that they needed down the stretch. It wasn't pretty by any stretch, right? But um. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm very interested. I know we'll get there in a little bit, but I'm very interested to see what happens this week when they play a uh, a team that really has had their number, you know. And even though they're a young team too, the Bengals, but they're battle tested. They they were there last year. They went through the run. They went on the road and did it. And so it'll be interesting. And, and honestly, in a year or two, if the Jaguars continue to build and move in the right direction, that's a game they win and they they beat the Chiefs. So uh, it'll be interesting to see the Chiefs' window and just. How much time they have, you know, tra- right at this point, the way they designed their offense this past week was everything revolved around Travis Kelsey. So it'll be interesting to see how they revamp that this offseason. Are they confident in their, their receivers or where do they go from here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this year has really been Mahomes making everything happen. They've had a bunch of free agent receivers. You had MVS come from the Packers. You have Juju coming for free agency from the Steelers. I think this year they draft or pick up a high end running back. Saquon Barkley, Alvin Cooks, names like that. Derrick Henry are all free agents after this year. I think they go back to the traditional Andy Reid offense, running the ball. That's what he always did. That's what he's always done. They were the highest scoring offense in the league and averaged over 38 points with Kareem Hunt. They were literally a top five offense all time with the run game. So I think they go back to that after this year, especially with Mahomes having to carry this much and getting injured. So yeah, I think they go back to what they used to do. And I think I think they win the Super Bowl, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, in this game, they obviously won by seven points, but Mahomes, I believe, had under 200 passing yards. We know he has a high ankle sprain and maybe a little bit beyond that with an injury to his ankle as well. Uh, Not his best game, but you look at the games that they lose, they're not really blowouts against them. Like, they lost by three points to the Cincinnati Bengals, and it's because Patrick Mahomes only had one touchdown. 
Um, and similarly, Joe Burrow in those games only plays, he plays just as good as Mahomes and they barely win those games. So if we really are expecting the Chiefs to come back in a game against the Bengals, they really need Pat Mahomes to have multiple touchdowns and really to play his best because the Bengals defense right now definitely looks scary with how they've uh, held back these teams the last couple of games. And uh, obviously we can go to the next game if you would like, but uh, the Bengals only held the Bills to 10 points. So, <laughs> Yeah, so... <laughs> KC wins 27-20, closer than it looks, good for Jacksonville. That's what you should take away. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, I think, are going to be someone to be reckoned with. On the other side of the world, in a snow bowl that was happening <laughs> in there in Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo just looked like crap. I don't know how better to say it. Like We knew they were sus against the Dolphins, and like you guys said last week, uh, throwing 50-50 balls is not the way to get it done when you're this team. But what's going on with this team? They're self-destructing. Yeah, I think this is... No Brian Dable is the main reason. I think this is no run game is another reason. They never had a run game with Josh Allen, it seems. They've always had three or four guys that kind of throw back in the rotation, third down backs that catch the ball. Josh Allen's always been mobile with his legs, but it looks like the past two games in the playoffs, they figured out if you pressure Josh Allen, he's not as good as he normally is. I think that's because they don't have a run game. They know that he's going to have to run out of the pocket, and they like a one-on-one rather than him sitting there letting the, the play develop. They rather force him to force the deep ball. And as we've seen in the past few, the past few weeks, it doesn't really work that well. I know they had a, a large throw to uh, Shakir against the Dolphins, and they had a couple throws in this game, but not sustainable, not a good playoff offense that he was playing. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just piggyback on that by saying you need two solid receivers, right? You, you've got Diggs. Yes, they brought in They brought in Jamison Crowder. He got hurt. He was supposed to be in the slot. That never worked. They brought in Cole Beasley late in the off se- or late in the season to come back. Um, and he made, I think he made one or two catches. Or he made a few catches. Yeah. But, but they really, they need a run game and they need another weapon. And it's funny we're saying that for a team that most of the year, at least I thought, all right, this is the team to beat. Because there were some times this year where he went, Dang, they look like the complete team, but that's why the NFL is fun because the the team that looks the complete team, yeah. even in week ten or week twelve, might not be that same team come playoff time. So that's what makes it fun. Yeah, yeah. And Gabe Davis, you didn't even mention him, which is fine because right, he disappears right. in these right. games. He's <laughs> right. he's a non-factor in right. games like this. Yep. He has more thirty-yard games than he does over fifty-yard games this year. So he does disappear a lot. He's he, sh- he was supposed to be a breakout player right. this year, and he kind of took a step back, in my opinion. Yeah, and you look at this matchup and how the Bills the last couple of weeks, Caleb talked about it, um, basically just pressuring Josh Allen. You're, pu- you're putting a ton of guys on him so he can't escape the pocket and really can't use his legs, and he's forced to make 50-50 throws down the line uh, against only one corner, no safeties. The Bill- or the Dolphins did it the entire game, just one-on-one coverage, no safety. Josh Allen make the 50-yard pass. It works, it doesn't. And uh, they've been especially spl- – or- Definitely splashy the last couple of weeks, uh, including the playoffs. And um, time of possession is just not what they have. They have no run game, as Caleb said. Uh, They're actually dead last in time of possession for the whole season. So they've really just been, when they hit, they hit. And when they don't, they're they're this. They're 10 points (laughs) in the playoffs. At home. Yeah. And this is a big offseason for them because the the pickups they made last year, none of them were factors, right? Like, I mean, we talked about Crowder. We talked about Von Miller. Yeah, yeah he was and there, trading, but right, yeah. Trading yeah. for Hines in right. the middle of the season, yep, too. Exactly. Drafting like, James Cook. Right. I mean, all these moves that they made, they really, we have to be honest about it, they didn't pan out, right? And it, sometimes yeah, they work and sometimes they don't. But The best acquisition they did was bring back Cole Beasley because at least he caught a couple balls in the snow. He, he, right. he looks good. <laughs> right. He looks he good. He looks last couple of years. He's always been a good yeah. receiver. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think on the other side of the ball here, the Bengals. I mm. think everyone's hype on Joe Mixon. He's had mm-hmm. two 
100-yard games this year. This one is one of them. So he has not really been that good. Mm-hmm. They're talking about moving on from him because when Samaj P. Ryan filled in for him, he was way more productive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They scored way more. He was just a better back, it seemed. But Joe Burrow, he played mistake-free in a game he needed to play mistake-free because it was a sloppy game. Do. Snow everywhere in the elements. So I think Joe Burrow, last year he averaged one touchdown in the playoffs. It wasn't great in the playoffs. Kind of got carried by his kicker. He's getting carried by his defense here, which is great. Whatever gets you to the Super Bowl. But I would still pump the brakes a little bit, like I said last year about the Bengals, if you're still on that wagon. Have you changed your opinion about them at all? About Jamar Chase and and Burrow? Because I know last year you were like, (laughs) I mean, they regressed. Yeah. Well, Joe Burrow had a great month. He was arguably the best quarterback for about six weeks or so this year. But I think they're a well-rounded team. Their coach is okay. I think that they're still a little overrated. Their defense is playing out of their minds right now, which is very good. Especially in the playoffs, they're going to get hot. That's the place to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think Oh, man. I just don't like Joe Burrow. I don't know how to say it. He's cocky. I think he's a punk. I think he said some things that are not what you say as an NFL quarterback. It's an absolute privilege to be one of the 32 men to get to represent an NFL football team as a quarterback. Mm -hmm. And in that, we know there's probably about 10 of those guys that are out of this world, you know, and the other 22 are whatever. Yeah. Well, I think – I don't understand – this is an aside. We normally don't talk about this stuff, but I think – like other news outlets, sports news outlets are posting him like smoking cigars and be like, this is the coolest guy in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how? <laughs> yeah, as much right. as we don't like to talk about character, and I don't want to do that now because I don't know anything about this guy other than I don't like the way he carries himself mm-hmm. in press conferences. And I just think he's a punk. So I don't typically reward punks by giving them my favor. And until he proves me but he's a great quarterback. He's a, he's a good quarterback who's in a good system, who has a lot. I think he has a lot of wide receiver talent. I don't think Chase oh, so much T. as the Higgins. guy. T. Higgins, T. Higgins, T. Higgins, Higgins number is one on many great. teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, like yeah. He's yeah. got legit talent in a good system. He should be good. Mm-hmm. Um, am I rooting for him? Never. Like <laughs> I don't give a rip about this kid uh-huh. because I just don't like the way he carries himself. Even Josh Allen, Like I like that he was... I don't like that he was overvalued when he came out of college, right. but I said to the boys, like, he'll he'll grow into it. He's got a big arm. He's a smart kid. He's athletic. Mm-hmm. And he has. He has. Right. But the Bills are, they're in neutral, bro. They're not going right. forward anymore. Like, they've peaked, and they've got to do something like- Run game. Yeah, like Saquon <laughs> Barkley big to get this game. They're not going to get to the next level by right. losing coordinators every single year, and right. they took the biggest blow with Brian Dable. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean the separation from what they were last year with the game they had against the Chiefs, and everyone could feel like, hey, they might be actually better than the Chiefs next season. We saw this year that it was complete one eighty. Yeah, they, they were just I, they beat the Chiefs this year, but it wasn't like at the type of game that they would have had last year. It's just not the same team that it was. Maybe it's uh, Josh Allen's uh, elbow injury he's been dealing with. Maybe it's a number of other things, but they have a lot of holes on this team and. Uh, Josh Allen can't fill those holes right now, and they see what happened in this game. They really need to get players to help that not happen next year. Yeah, yeah. To button up the the Bengals thing, yeah. um, they're obviously a top four team right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah, they're doing no great. That. They're right. playing very good. I think Joe Burrow and the offense. They're when they're hot, they're unstoppable a lot of times because there's too many weapons out there. Joe Burrow is a great quarterback. I just think. I'd say they're a little overrated. Sorry. I have a long history of hating NFL quarterbacks going all the way back Jim to Kelly. like Jim Kelly <laughs> and John Elway because it's, it's never changed. Like if you like, you know, John Elway, you hate Dan Marino and vice versa. Mm-hmm. If you like Peyton Manning, you hate Tom Brady and vice right. versa. You know, there's like, mm-hmm. you can't, there's not enough room in my heart yeah. to love all these clowns. <laughs> but I go back with a long history of hating quarterbacks. So Burrow's my, my new Tom Brady, my now, new John Elway. Do you hate, do you hate jo- uh, Jamar Chase as well? I don't hate Jamar Chase, no, I love but Jamar. He's, he's a one trick mm-hmm. pony. Yeah. 
He's a one-trick pony. And like Caleb, Caleb said something that'll change my life, y'all. He said <laughs> wow. it's easy to sit back and draft Alabama players. Right. That's lazy. No, yeah. you're right. Because nine times out of ten, you take one of their superstars, you're going to hit gold. Right. Because Nick Saban's a freaking genius. Yeah. And he doesn't <laughs> yeah. just bring up garbage talent. Right. I mean, he's bringing up legit. Until the transfer portal came. Yeah. And now he's like, <laughs> I'm out. No. <laughs> now Georgia's got him. Never mind. I shouldn't yeah, say yeah. that. But um, my, my challenge is like, I don't want to overvalue or devalue anyone. Like I want to mm-hmm. legitimately consider the player and value him where he belongs, not for yeah. fantasy's sake, but for the sake of evaluating the game. You know, because we're purists, we love the game. You know, right. well we, that LSU class, that team had Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, yeah. right? Which is crazy. It's kind of hard to suck when you're throwing to these guys. <laughs> right. Just throw to these guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. I think I, L- or about Jamar Chase, he's obviously very talented. He's one of the most athletic receivers in the league. Sure. And he, I think he leans on that a lot. I think if he suffers injury, which I don't want him to, obviously. But if something were to happen there and he lost a step, he's not that dominant of a player because his wide receiver ability is not as good as his athleticism, if that makes sense. Well, mm-hmm. the point is, it's was, the Des Bryant. Yes. Yeah, not uh, everybody. They're amazing and dominant until their right. body can't keep up. Right. Not everyone is amazing at everything, and the ones that are are super elite. Michael Irvin was a possession guy. Could he catch over the shoulder and, and downfield? Sure. But you're not dropping the ball on a slant and he's going to outrun the guy and get wide open. That's mm-hmm. not his game. He's a possession guy. And he's a Hall of Famer and a Super Bowl champion. Chase can be all those things. Just stop telling me he's the second coming. Like, we got other he's guys not in the Moss. league. Not, not even close. <laughs> he shouldn't be in stats. I hate stats for this reason. You have good games and you have good seasons. And, you know, I have metrics that I look at that mm-hmm. I appreciate. It doesn't make you the greatest player because you stacked up the most stats. Right. Sorry, Jerry Rice, Emmitt Smith, they're not the greatest players at their positions. Neither mm-hmm. is Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. He has the most wins. He has the most, most yards. yards right. yeah. Not the greatest quarterback right. to ever play the game. In I hate of, this. In terms of Aaron Rodgers is. In terms of talent. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Speaking I say of that. Aaron. <laughs> that is it. Just All right, so let's button up the AFC. <laughs> okay, done. Divisional round is done. No, 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 Chiefs no. 27-20 over Jack. Uh-oh, Josh. I was going to talk about the Bengals game, not people <laughs> in the Bengals. Well, he said let's button it up. Yeah, okay. let's, let's talk about the game, not the people. Okay, the highlight of the Bengals, obviously they have three offensive linemen out. They have That's Jonah true. Williams, Lyle Collins out for the year, and uh, Alex Kappa. The biggest highlight for them is they only allowed one sack in this game. Jackson Carmen, who I think is a second-year player, Hakeem Adeniji is another second- or third-year player. They were good prospects, and it speaks the volume of having good players behind the players in terms of depth. So when you have guys go down, they can elevate and play like starters. And these guys yeah. stepped up and played just as good as the guys that have been starting all year. So that's the highlight for them going into the next round. That's Consider- what no notes, by the way. Josh just knows that. Josh never has notes. It makes <laughs> me sick. What, what kills me is... The fifth we, string and fourth string we've on the been Bengals. critical, yeah. Don't ask Josh, like, the sack leaders for the last 10 years. He's like, 21 or 22? <laughs> for top 10, top 20. Um, no, Josh, that's great that you know that. My challenge is we've been very critical of them not taking more draft picks on the offensive line and yet somehow their offensive line has been a strength at this moment so they're playing up they're playing up all right next and and let's be honest (laughs) the last two games against the bills has been a layup for anyone who wants to win you want to win i mean third string quarterback skylar thompson dropped 30 on him so that's what i'm saying so joe burrow should be doing no (laughs) (laughs) he didn't drop 30 i just can't root for a grown-up macaulay Calkin. i'm sorry yeah i think (laughs) what what the bengals did in this game is what they did against the chiefs last year in the playoffs and that's where pat mahomes struggled last year just like josh allen not as bad as josh allen josh allen will probably learn from this and they'll be back next year and play well but this is the test that Pat Mahomes had last year against the same defense, so he gets a good chance to redeem himself in this next game. Well, the beautiful thing is after we talk about the NFC, because we have to pick winners for this conference matchup, that mm-hmm. implies we are getting ready to pick a Super Bowl. So Not the winners of the Super Bowl, but who's going. So I'm excited. So let's button it up. Bengals win 27-10 in Buffalo. 
Kansas City wins against Jacksonville in KC 27-20. This means they both scored 27 points, by the way. How ironic. This means that we're going mm-hmm. to a neutral site for this game. Correct? Atlanta. No. I thought they said if the no, Bill, no. if the Bengals no. won. That was only if Is the Bills not? won. That was only if the Bills well, won. Okay. Hallelujah. Because when Joe Burrow box. won, he cut off the reporter that was asking him an actual question about the game, and he said, sell your tickets, sell your tickets. Oh, gosh. <laughs> or refund them. That's so what refund. he said. Refund Somebody them. fact check that. We're 100%. Yes. We're 100% sure. Yes. Joe Burrow was 100%, so I'm going to rely yep. on that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So let's move on to the NFC. The Giants and Eagles are obviously ultimately familiar with one another. They had a rough week the Eagles did against them prior. Uh, yeah. But however, this one, 38-7, Giants didn't seem like they were up for the task at all. That was worth noting. That was week 18. It was Davis Webb. Trash week. Yeah, I mean, the, the Eagles needed the week to be the number one, obviously with the Vikings winning and all that. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was a very close game. But in the two games that they actually played, uh, where it wasn't week 18, uh, beginning of the year, and then the playoffs, the Eagles like three times the score of the Giants in total between those two games. So they were very much so dominant in those two games versus that one week 18 week, which I think a lot of people put into factoring into this game, including myself um, and how the Eagles would play. So they played much better than that, just like the uh, first time they played this year. Yeah, we all picked the Giants, I think, the three of us. Uh, uh, we I picked the know. Eagles. Yeah. Did you? You yeah. picked the Giants. I picked the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, apparently the Giants forgot how to play football because the last week they beat the Vikings 31-24, and this week they let the Eagles have 260-plus rushing yards against them. So completely collapsed. Daniel Jones looked not good, <laughs> having one of the best games of his life the week before. But I think the Eagles, they are just, I guess it was rest. I guess it was they're just ready. The, the bye week really helped them out. Boston Scott knew Boston it was Boston Scott, up. the giant mm-hmm, killer, has yep. scored 11 I consecutive mean, games against the Giants. My concern <laughs> was still played out. Jalen Hurts, I said, I don't know how sharp he'll be because he's had some time off right. and he's to find a rhythm. Um, 16 for 24, 154 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Meager stat mm-hmm. line. The well, touchdowns they had 270 rushing yards. Right, right. right. But <laughs> they're going to need this quarterback to – not play mistake free, but be good. Right. Because if uh, they're well, obviously getting ready to play a San Francisco 49er team, they're going to force him to throw the ball. And they're going to force him to throw. Mm-hmm. So, Tim, how do you feel about the Yeah, matchup? I mean, the game just got away from them so quickly, the oh, Giants, yeah. you know. And it, it was not that Giants team from two weeks ago, as Caleb said, that came, came into Minnesota fired up and ready to go. It just looked like. I, I really, I mean, their their coaches, the Giants coaches, said it after the game. They got outplayed in every facet of the game. I mean, and yeah. sometimes in sports that happens, it's not a play or it's not a. You can't just point to one thing. Sometimes you just have to sit back and go, "Yep, they they were the better team in every facet today, at least in every facet of the game." And they were the the Eagles. I I have not been a big believer in the Eagles um, this year, but they went out and they they did what they needed to do. Um, with with authority, like with emphasis there. <laughs> yeah, my question is, what's wrong with Saquon Barkley? Like this is nothing. Not, this he had his career high in rushing yards this year. He didn't really show up in a game like this. And is this a byproduct of ready to move on? Or I'm not sure. I mean, he he's a, he's an awesome, probably generational talent type of guy, and yet we get this in a playoff game. You know. Well, I think when you look at Brian Dable in his career, he's always had a committee. And I think Saquon, he's in a contract year coming up. He's probably going to go get paid a lot of money from someone else. He's had a lot of injury concerns. And this game itself it got away from him. The run game was eliminated in yeah. the first half, really. So I think Saquon will be on a different team next year. Hopefully the Chiefs or the Bills to make it interesting. But <laughs> make I don't him- think Saquon is is falling off or anything. 
I just just don't know where he went in this game. You know, my yeah, my thing yeah. is good players get theirs, yeah. right. and and he didn't get much. Yeah, and I think it just speaks to how the game's been going for them. They've been down in both of these last two games. They had to come back against the Vikings. The Vikings couldn't come back against them, but obviously they had to pass a lot going forward in this game with the lead that the Eagles had. I think it was 20-some points mm-hmm. at halftime. Uh, and he's not had a lot of carries because of that. He had nine carries this game, had seven yards of carry, nine carries. The week before, he had two touchdowns against the Vikings on nine carries. Uh, he's had 12 and 14 the two weeks before. So he's not really getting a full workload. And uh, it speaks because of how the, these, the games have played out. They've been down against all these teams the last four games. Yeah, I think it's also important to note, we talked about this throughout the year, but Brian Dable, th- this squad, the Giants is worse than it was last year. They're without their four starting receivers that they had mm-hmm. at the beginning of the right. year. They drafted Wandell. He's had an ACL injury. They traded Kadarius Tony. Kenny Galladay is a bust for them. He did 100%. not work out. Yeah. Sterling yeah. Shepard re-injured his something on his leg. I don't remember. ACL, He's hurt every year. So mm-hmm. they, they're down to their fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth receivers, yeah. and they're in the playoffs. So they're playing yeah. way up. They they still have Daniel Jones. They're, they're just a strung-together team, and they've been overcoached, in my opinion. Yeah, go ahead, Tim. Yeah, I was just going to say, they're they're kind of similar to the team we were talking about before in Jacksonville. I know Jacksonville has their the young stud quarterback locked up for a while, but um, from the standpoint of they kind of went into it, no one expected them to be here, right? And so it, the, the expectations were a little bit of the, you know, I, I think going into the Minnesota game, they – you know, I was like, well, we've got nothing to lose. No one's expecting us to beat Minnesota. And they were loose and they were free and they just went all out and they just went like they played a complete game. And then, like I said, I, I don't I have a lot of friends that are good Giants fans since I grew up in New York. And many of them, while they were disappointed, they felt like that optimism. Unlike, you know, sometimes these teams, they get kind of get to the end of the line of you go. Ah, it's time for a rebuild. They're they're in a, they're in good a good position, I think, going forward. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I've been one of the critics of the Eagles saying that they're a product of a good schedule. We're going to find out next week for sure because, in my opinion, facing a you know beat up Giants as you said, without a strong force of wide receivers and an average Saquon Barkley is not exactly the litmus test for your playoff savvy. Yeah, and I think another thing that people don't really associate with the Eagles for some reason is their defensive line. Yeah. Their defensive line in the last 10 years, I mean, they've had roughly the same guys, Fletcher Cox, right. Brandon Graham, uh, Akeem Hicks, and other guys that come in and out. Um, they've been dominant for a decade, and they they were number one in sacks this year with guys like Josh Sweat, Hassan Reddick, I believe, was second or third in sacks. Like they're a an amazing defensive yeah. line, and that's why they couldn't focus on the running game as well in this game. And uh, they put a ton of pressure on Daniel Jones. So when you get a guy like Daniel Jones, not an elite quarterback, it's going to be much harder in a game against the mm-hmm. Eagles versus a Vikings defense who has a ton of names, and you expect them to be better than the Eagles. Yeah, but they do not perform at all like the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to just say, you know, you're referring to schedule before. I was looking a little bit today that the Eagles did have a pretty easy schedule, but you know who else also had an easy schedule? San Francisco. San Francisco did not play too many tough teams. I think they, everyone true. in the NFC did. They for played the, most the part. NFC South, right? Didn't they play the South, right? I'm pretty no, sure. I've been yeah. critical. Of oh, that. yeah, they beat. Yeah, yeah they beat. Yeah. So, no, so they, so they actually had a pretty, pretty easy schedule mm-hmm. going into it, too. So you could almost say the same thing about both teams going into it that this is going to be a. A big prove-it game for both teams. That's all right, great here's point. your first real test. It's a great point for all the Eagle haters like me. <laughs> I'm also a 49er hater equally right, right. because I, they're I not yeah, Dallas yeah, Cowboys. So the Eagles win 38-7, uneventful, domination by the Eagles. Uh, if you're not a, a critic like me, they are who you think they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I'll talk about it. I can't. It's too soon. I'll do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, 49ers, Cowboys, 19-12 to in a game that Dallas – 
Could have won. Should have won. Another missed kick. Two interceptions that were one was a terribly thrown ball. And one Gallup was also a terribly thrown ball. Gallup did not help him out. I'm going to defend Dak on that one. Ah. Because, you know, I'm a Tim... We talk all the time. Yeah. Having played some tight end, I understand mm-hmm. the value of becoming a, you know, protecting the ball yeah. when your quarterback makes a right. bad choice. And I'm 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 livid when I see guys do what Gallup did. Mm-hmm. He pulled off the route, turned, and watched the interception. Yep. Like mm-hmm. go play defense. Yep. Even go, if you right. got to smack the guy and mm-hmm. get the penalty, you keep the ball. Yep. You know, a second and twenty is better than yep. turnover. Gallup gave up on that. I'm going to defend Dak on that. But here's the thing: Purdy, a six-game NFL veteran, <laughs> I thought it was too soon did exactly what you need to do in these games, protect football. And Dak Prescott, now, what is he, 2-4 and four in the playoffs? I went three in divisional games. Same record as... as uh, Dallas is has not won since 1997 in divisional round, so... Yeah, but just just him. In right. fact, uh, Romo's two and four, zero and three in the divisional round. Dak Prescott's two and four playoff record, zero and three in the divisional round. Mm. Talking about carrying the legacy, baby. Wow, yeah. Keep that well, feeling. Yeah, I was born. I'm telling you, it was me. No, right. I get it. But here's my point. Purdy understood in six weeks that I just throw it away, you know, protect the football. Well, their offense is designed around motion and getting the ball to their playmakers at the line of scrimmage so they can make a play. But none of that none of that was helpful for the early part of the game because Dallas put him in a box. And one thing that we were right about, we said it last week, Tim, Dallas has a type of offense that doesn't need to change packages. Right. They don't, they're not scared of this 21. Right. They're going to put in their base package and hit him in the mouth. Mm-hmm. And they did for the most part. Right. But Purdy responded like a veteran yeah. and threw the ball away, made the right reads. Dak responded like a sissy yeah. and threw the ball panicky whenever, <laughs> right. including yeah. the last play of the game. Oh, which, that play was it was very bad. Well, it's <laughs> it's not designed to throw right to the guy that the middle linebacker is guarding. It's right. designed to throw somewhere to give you it's laterals. It's designed for laterals. Yeah, and he just tanked from the beginning. I guess I, I'll put it another way. Let's start talking about this because obviously 19-12, blah, blah, blah. 49ers, congrats. <laughs> right. But here's, here's my challenge as a Cowboy fan. This is Dak Prescott. This right. is who he is. And now I'm getting, I'm, I'm reading all the Dallas stuff and the insider stuff and the mm-hmm. team stuff, and everyone around me. Which I'll admit, Cowboy fans are, are wafflers, and you know mm-hmm. they can be obnoxious. I get it. I'm I'm one of them, but they're all saying the same thing right now. Cowboys Nation is 100% on lock. Dak's done. Yeah, I think he's the type of guy. You know, you look at two weeks ago, he looked great, right? I mean, I he went out there, had almost a perfect game against the Bucks. You need to play consistent quarterback if you're going to make a deep run in the playoffs. And I think, I I hate to say it because you're a Cowboys fan, but if nothing changes, I think we're going to have the same, same result. conversation. Right, 11-12 wins, great, uh, nice little season for yourself, good, and get knocked out because I don't think he's consistent enough to play three or four games in the playoffs yeah. without he, turning the ball over. And the play calling, the play calling, my goodness gracious. Hey, welcome to the club. Like, Oh, I, I'm frustrated for it. you guys. Here's the other thing. Is it the play calling or the choice of the quarterback? I don't, because one example right. is he looked up the left, Hilton pulled the safety, open. and threw right. And But at one play, he looks left, pulls everyone to the side, and whoever was calling the game, who um, was calling the game? Was that um, uh, Burkhart? He like, even said, yeah. like, great job looking off the field yeah. and throwing right to his open mm-hmm. tight because he looked him right. off. Pro move. Yep. But then you look at tape, and I've been looking at tape. Uh-huh. He's got players open on every play, and he's just right. not there even There's two touchdowns wide open yeah. in that second half. 
So is it play calling or is it Dak's vision? It, it might be Dak's vision. Especially, I get so frustrated for you, and this happens so many times, and they're not the only team that does this, but third and seven, third and eight, and they throw the ball three yards, oh, yeah. hoping that the guy can get, throw it past the line. I, I understand if you check down and that's your like <laughs> you know fourth or fifth option, but that should not be your first option to throw no. it three yards when you know you need to get seven. Yeah. In and a game that so Pollard's not in. And it's a, right. there's a ton of third and longs because it's first, First and second down, they run up the middle, and then as on the Michael Gallup oh. interceptions early in the game, you're throwing a comeback on a on an early down. Like what? You're, there's no opportunity Josh, to get more yards. My peewee football quarterback. I know him because we're still friends. <laughs> he knew to throw the ball away if there's pressure. Yeah. And peewee, you learn as a quarterback if you don't have nothing, get rid of the football. Purdy did a great job doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, but Dak Prescott, let me throw one to Gallup. He's not anywhere near the ball. He's making sleep number look bad. Bro, <laughs> the, the problem with the Dallas Cowboys, though, is they're like the New York Yankees. They don't ever want to rebuild because they're such a big franchise. And so for them to trade away Dak and say, hey, we're going to draft a quarterback, I don't see All them right. doing it. I'm Do glad you? you're in this chair because I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. <laughs> I don't care about media. I don't care. This, right. you know, We're guys yeah. without helmets. We talk about what we want to talk right. about. The odds that Aaron Rodgers comes to Dallas. Hmm. I think there's a chance. I do. What's I it going to take for Dallas? Do they have to give up Dak Prescott? And as a Packers fan, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want Dak. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> take Lamar instead. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I got a whole theory about that if, we, if that's a segment on this show. But, uh, Let's back up. But Is yeah, Aaron no, I mean, definitely going to be dealt this year? I, mean, I think I think it's looking more and more like he will be dealt. I, I think it's kind of time. And, and, you know, I... Would he play in? Would he want to go to Dallas? Uh, oh, I think he definitely would. I think he would. He'd make CD Lamb look real there. nice. Right, right. All his I, friends are in Dallas. Right. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think he loves playing. He loves McCarthy. They still have a great relationship. He'll bring Randall Cobb. It'll be I know awesome. he bring Randall. Right. I mean, the the question is, would Green Bay trade him to Dallas? I I think Green Bay's more. So I think if it were up to Rodgers, I think yeah, I think your chances would be pretty good. The fact that it's up to Green Bay. I think they prefer to deal them to an AFC team like the Raiders or Miami or even the Jets. Yeah, I think the Jets and the Raiders make the most sense because their picks are worth more, right. especially in this draft. Right. You know, the, the Raiders are much higher on the draft board than the mm-hmm. Dallas Yeah, is. but the other side is would a team like Green Bay like to have a quarterback who's a top 10 quarterback right out of the gate and potentially draft capital? Yeah. Mean Zach Wilson, they can get Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> they could. They could get Derek Carr or... Dak, but I think they, they believe in Jordan Love, or at least want to see what he can do because he did play more this this year, and he looked pretty. He looked like he took a step forward, in my opinion. See, I think an offensive-minded young step. coach loves the opportunity <laughs> to get a hold of a Dak Prescott, see what he yeah. can do with him. But if you're starting, well, I, I mean, as a Packers fan, I'll say this because Lamar is an unrestricted free agent, right? Or, he, or is there, he, yeah, as at this point, I think right, so. Okay, so if you had a chance to a chance to trade for Dak or sign Lamar. I think I'm taking Lamar as a Packers fan, and you're you're saving the money on Aaron. They're they're going to pay him 55 million this year. You could throw 45 million at Lamar or 50 million at Lamar, and you can then trade Jordan Love or you're you're some thinking picks. the Packers are going to actually pay somebody. I, right, I, I know, and that's that's the thing. The Packers. This is all like a pipe dream because yeah, the Packers yeah. are so conservative. It took. I don't see this. How happening. many years to pay Aaron? Right, I, I know. The other part I of know. that is like um, they did trade Brett Favre to the Jets. Keep in mind, that has yeah. everything you want on paper in a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, he is mobile. He does right. read defenses well, typically right. on paper, theoretically. The problem is he's he jokes. Yeah, he's not consistent. Yeah, 
I mean, I understand the Washington game wasn't needed. But a guy like Sean Payton, a guy like Brian Dable, they're like, bring him on. I'll coach him up. I mean, they're convinced. I mean, this league is full of narcissists who think they can do anything. I think a guy like Aaron Rodgers goes, trade me to Dallas. They're done with their guy. They got tons of talent. We're going to make a run right now, and I make them better tomorrow. And they're not wrong. Huh? Is it McCarthy? I know. I would have loved to see that. I, I, well, I don't know. So he did As a football fan, I'd love to yeah. see Aaron Rodgers in Dallas. That, no. I mean, that is as big I as think it it's I love Aaron Rodgers. I'm one of the few that pipe. aren't Packers fans that right. likes Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I've maintained my love for Aaron Rodgers despite Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's just a. Right. He has his own. Mm-hmm. He, he beats to his own drum. But every yeah. time as I'm a like, player, he's one right, of the best to ever insane. do it. Every right. time I'm like, this dude's a scumbag. Like, what, no. what, maybe he just looks dirty or greasy. Right. Do you know, sometimes he projects <laughs> did, that yeah, hatchet yeah, murderer yeah, look. Yeah, I got gotcha. <laughs> He does something cool, like, nah, bro, I got to hold on to right. this one. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, and I'm like, I like this guy. You know uh, what I mean? He's cool. Yeah. Or the relax thing had me right. literally in tears. Like, I paused the TV and I was like, what did he just say? I was playing it back for the boys. Like, it was a meme or something. Years ago. It was years ago. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I think they should move on from Dak, though. I really do, uh, because yeah. I think you'll get another. It's like um, you know, just it's the same cycle. I, I think you'll get another ten, eleven, twelve win season again next year. I've never had this conversation with Cowboys fans, my mm-hmm. fellow, you know, Cowboys yeah. Nation, and them ever say the same thing that I said, which is, I think we need to move on from Dak. And they're like, I know. And usually right. it's like, you think so? Dak's the right. man. Right. Everybody's coming up to me. Everything yeah. I'm reading, yeah. every single site I follow says Dak Prescott days yeah. numbers in Dallas. I think, and this is, I don't think it's really a hot take, but I think if Dak moves on from Dallas, Dallas is easily above 500 because they're going to have a top five defense next year if they're healthy. Mm-hmm. Look at the 49ers right now. They're a top, I know they have top five in every offensive position, but mm-hmm. they have a, a rookie quarterback in Brock Purdy, a number one defense, which is kind of carrying them through these games. Mm-hmm. I think a, a top defense with a rookie quarterback or a free agent quarterback with this Dallas offense. I think yeah. it's an above 500 team. All right, rapid fire, yes or no's. Josh, I'm going to start with you. Is it time for the Dallas Cowboys to move on from Dak Prescott? Uh, I would say I would say yes, but I don't think they will. Ooh. I agree. I think they should, but I don't think they will. I think Jerry's too loyal to, to players. Yep. I agree exactly what these guys said. <laughs> I agree, except I think he's ready to pull the trigger, only because I've heard insiders say he is, and he's never going to say. Here's the other thing, Tim. Dallas, Jerry's the best used car salesman in the world because he sells people a pile of crap every year, right. every single year. He mm-hmm. has the entire world believing we're a playoff team, right. whether we are or not. <laughs> and the Super Bowl contender, whether we – here's the difference. Right now, and I know his son, who really is our GM, Stephen, right. yeah. is yelling at dad saying, dad, yeah. there's we can't go backwards now. Right. Like We clearly know what the problem is, right. and we have to move forward. I think the only way he does it, though, is if he knows for sure that he's bringing in Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, a big name. I'll take Derek Carr and a, well, and you, a bucket did, of cheese would you, whiz. I would mean, you really? Because that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Do you think he would they're do it pretty for Derek comparable, Carr? I think, in Except ability. Right, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think he would do it for someone comparable. I think he would only do it for someone that, at least perception-wise, you go, oh, my gosh. Derek Carr can, got, can throw a 60-yard pass with a guy I know he strike. can, but I, I'm just saying he's all about we perception. We watched it 17 yeah. times this year? What was it? Looking at yeah. this team. Number 17. Looking at this team, and just for example, Derek Carr, over the last however many years he's been in the league, 2013, something like that, his defense over all those seasons is ranked 32. And if he goes to a team like the Cowboys or a team like the Jets or any of these other teams that need a quarterback beyond the Raiders, mm-hmm. 
he's going to have an upgrade across the board there. Mm-hmm. His offensive line is going to be better in any of those situations. Like he's getting an instant upgrade. And for Dak, I don't know if they're going to move on from him. Uh, but obviously, he's just not had great games since his since his injury, to be quite frankly. And I think everyone's expectation for quarterbacks to be able to play at a high level beyond age 30 uh, is kind of overblown because of all the elite talent we have in this league. Mm-hmm. Dak's shown flash, flashes prior to his ankle injury. And we saw in college that he really relied on having to – Great mobility, and he's now he's just pretty good mobility. Uh, he's he's Bro, not he, he looks Peyton Manning slow I, on that. End. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying he did he not. Yeah, he still has that ability, but you see the big plays he had before that injury, and he was just a completely different guy. He was way more confident in his throws on the run. He made big plays down the field on the run, and uh, it's just not the same guy we have right now. Yeah, two my two knocks. ESPN was talking about a metric where he hasn't had a back to back game without a turnover. Mm. And I'm sure there's quarterbacks that go a dozen games. Right. Aaron Rodgers yeah. had like well, Aaron, eight Aaron in two Rogers, years combined. Aaron Rodgers is the anomaly. Right. He's yeah. the anomaly. But like <laughs> someone like someone like Carson Wentz, who people would for the most part agree he fell off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had career-ending injuries just ten years ago. If yeah. he had those injuries, he would be out of the league already right. with his back and his knee and everything like that. Right. He threw seven interceptions like three years in a row. Low interception rate. And Dak's done twice that. Yeah, you look at you look at the uh, the Colts season where they just missed the playoffs, uh, and the Titans were the number one in the AFC. So they had it wasn't an easy road for them, obviously. Um, but he had seven interceptions. He had games. He had like a five game stretch with no interception, three game stretch, uh, one or two times, and a two game stretch over and over. So it's just for comparison, someone that has you know fallen off, everyone mm-hmm. would agree for the most part. Yeah. Versus someone like Dak Prescott. I mean, he's kind of getting a mulligan in the sense up until right now where he just lost his game. Because what are we saying if he does in fact beat the 49ers? Right. The narrative's totally different because yeah. he beat Tom Brady and he beat the 49ers, and they really did a good job hyping up the rivalry, which hasn't been relevant since 1996. Right. But at the same time, it's like, hey, it's the it's classic usually the Packers rivalry. versus the 49ers here. Yeah. Anything yeah. the NFL <laughs> can grab as a rivalry because we've lost some of those over yeah. the years, but that's another story. I just, guys, I think we're in a place, and we're going to talk about the 49ers, give a little love here. Uh, I'm, we're in a place as Cowboys Nation where we're united, and I hope our owner, uh, yes, he is loyal to mm-hmm. a fault, but it's business, and Jerry's getting old. You're and, speaking for everybody, man. I'm speaking for Cowboys Nation right now, which I can't Every usually Cowboys do because we're all over the place. Right. 49ers, however, their fan base were, were already calling the win beforehand. Kudos. You guys are like Nostradamus, I guess. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Well, it's 50-50. But. They did exactly what they needed to do um, to win the game. Uh, kudos to them. I don't see a defense. Maybe the Eagles, not anybody else that has a chance of stopping this Niner team, in my opinion. It, it should come down to offensive games from this point forward. Yeah, I think – George Kittle has supplanted himself as the, the second best tight end in the league. Yep. Tight end sure. Maximus. Yep. He's yeah. one of the most athletic and most physically talented receivers Literally on their the team. Literally the tight end in the league. And league. in the yeah, NFC, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's ever one of the most marketable players in the league probably right now. But that catch he made where he was stumbling and almost got his head taken off by Trayvon Diggs and it's bouncing around and bobbling off his helmet. One of the better catches this year, and I think that really made them win the game. That kind of shifted the tide of the whole 100%. game. Yeah. And you see the stability of this team. You have a quarterback who, obviously, he didn't have a turnover, but he has uh, plays and passes that are interceptable passes that just don't go. I mean, it goes in favor of them, obviously. Right, no right. interceptions in the last couple of games. I wonder when that's going to change, if that does change against the Eagles, because, I mean, obviously, they're going to play much better when the three passes he hits the defender in the hand aren't intercepted. Yeah. And that maybe that changes against the Eagles, who knows. Sure. But the stability of this team, like they didn't have a good game offensively. Uh, Brock Purdy, I believe, had zero touchdowns. They had one touchdown as an offense, and it was a goal line, one-yard touchdown from McCaffrey. They had 30 rushing yards from McCaffrey. I know he has a calf injury, but it just was not a great game from McCaffrey. them. And despite that, they still... <laughs> 
they still came out with the win. And this just the stability that this team has with no turnovers and playing good defense, if they can continuously do that, then there's no reason they can't beat the Eagles, who have, as you said, they just they've had weak passing games. They've had bad days against bad teams. This has never been the Texans team this year, or sorry, the 49ers team this year. So <laughs> it has yeah. been the Texans. Team. <laughs> the Texans, but yeah. the Niners just they've been the constant. It's just, yeah. They play terrible and they still win. And if they play great and their their receivers are making big plays, Brock Purdy is the recipient of that. Obviously, with all the yards after catch and stuff like that. But th- there can be a 40 point game or they could be a 20 point team and and win regardless. Yeah, it'll be interesting with Brock Purdy. Obviously, we have such a small sample, but he is only. I heard this today. He's only. He's never played east of the Midwest. He's never played even in college. He's never played on the East Coast. He's even his two away games that he started in were in I think Seattle, right, and Vegas. I think they said. And so it'll be interesting as he goes east, has to play in a hostile environment. But think about this: we're talking about Dak, right? Like. Imagine if just just go with me. Imagine Brock Purdy has a, a killer game here, wins the Super. He's only two two games away, right? Wins this one, wins the Super Bowl. What do the Niners do? Talk about you well, have this, three quarterbacks, yeah. right? Yeah, this is what I was going to bring up. Tinfoil hat. I think mm-hmm. um, I think if they win Super Bowl with this guy, they have to keep him. You have to start him. Jimmy G is going to be gone. You can field offers for Trey, Trey Lance. Lance. I think people that like the Jets that should have drafted Trey Lance and obviously whiffed on that mm-hmm. pick. And the ties between Shanahan and Sala, I think mm-hmm. that they could make a move for Trey Lance if they don't end up with someone like Carr or Rogers. I think that's very likely, yeah. in my opinion. That was my rapid fire question that I didn't go to. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, no, no. no I, I, didn't, I didn't say it. <laughs> is, I, I, I'm not going to ask it. I'm just going to give you a statement so we can talk about it. I already think this kid should be their starting quarterback. I said to these guys last week, no way you go back to Jimmy G. This kid's already better. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G is a product of overhype coming out of New England. Mm-hmm. Stuck on a great system and being average. Well, he's been two of the best systems in the NFL, right. arguably. Yeah. yeah. So you know he's a one hundred percent prop up guy. He's not going to succeed with a team on his back. We saw him overthrow people like it's his job. He's not a, a pro. Bring Pur- him to Dallas. Purdy, no. Purdy <laughs> oh already God. looks better, and I'm not a Trey Lance fan. I think that was a mistake. I love Trey Lance. So I think I don't think you get away from this kid unless he's a complete dumpster fire next year, and I don't think he's going. Yeah, and I think the only reason it's difficult. Obviously, I think Trey Lance has more upside. He has he's way more athletic. I mean, that's partially why he went pick three. He has he has bigger arm potential. He's just not a very experienced guy in college or the NFL. Obviously, I mean, the games he's played have been hurricanes. Like he hasn't, we haven't seen truly what he is. <laughs> Purdy doesn't exactly have a pedigree. No, but I'm saying it's, he was great in it, college. Though. It speaks to what the quarterback classes were. I and mean, yeah, you, you look at a quarterback right. class with Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. Everyone everyone wants to pay up for a quarterback because they know that they're going to be. There's very few options there with the two guys that are going early, and uh, they paid up for Trey Lance. Then you look at the next. QB class where we had Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett. That's a very poor quarterback class in comparison to the other one. So you see right. the extreme overvalue of quarterback in one class with all the talent surrounding it, and then you see the extreme undervalue and underappreciation of the quarterback, yeah. maybe so, because like Malik Willis prior to the draft was mocked to be a first-rounder. Sam Howell was mocked to be a first-rounder. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett into the first-rounder, and only one of those remained true. So, right. I, I mean, Brock Purdy Brock Purdy through college was supposed to be a higher prospect. He was supposed to be a third-round, fourth-round guy. If he played really well, maybe higher. So I don't know why he went so late. It was because of the quarterback class, in my opinion, and how it kept getting pushed down. Um and I think what makes it hard in that decision for the team is the extreme and how much they paid up for Trey Lance versus obviously getting a guy last mm-hmm. in the draft. Yep. Yeah, I think that if Trey Lance was healthy, he would be this good, mm-hmm. if not better because of his mobility, and we'd be talking about Trey Lance right now. 
I think that the system is that good. I think if you play mistake-free like Jimmy G couldn't do, like he whiffed in the Super Bowl two years ago, I think we'd be talking about Trey Lance. I don't think that... I disagree. 100%. I think Brock Purdy's great. He He's getting softball decisions to make. You either throw to the guy you schemed for or you throw it out of bounds. That's what good schemes do. Yeah. He, he's, he's a good quarterback. And I think to go with that and what kind of what I was saying, what Caleb just said, is if Trey Lance was playing right now and he was playing like Brock Purdy, because of how much they spent on him and where he was drafted, people would be talking about him being a top 10 guy because of the value of that pick and how much right. he was supposed to be like that guy. So it's just a difference in draft pick and name right now. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Trey at all. I think his running is a liability for this team because it gets them out of the scheme that they love, which is control the, the ball. This team excels at confusing you with with athleticism and movement. Emotion. Yeah, and they what they don't excel at is the quarterback breaking that and doing something else. Just like his dad, I don't think Shanahan knows what to do with the quarterback who's a rusher first. And I don't, I don't, I don't. RG three man, you saw it. Yeah, he didn't do well there. <laughs> and Neither a, one of them. And that's did. exactly why Mac Jones was the guy mocked to the 49ers for mm-hmm. quite some time. And he should have been. Yeah. And I think Purdy's a, that version of guy. I don't know what Purdy's arm looks like. I haven't really tried to evaluate. Purdy is a solid. It seems like prospect. when he needs to throw the football. Here's what I love about the kid, despite the not, not lack of turnovers. He had a good game, a solid numbers game, minus the touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't turn over. That's that's a given. But that's a Trent Dilfer move. Anyone can can play smart <laughs> and conservative. But he did start picking us apart with mm-hmm. these little over the middle passes that are dangerous. George Kittle, well timed. Mm-hmm. No, not that one. But just the, he literally well, he hit George like. Six that or opened seven the times, door. Yeah. Once he did that, then it was like I can pick this. Defense. He started getting confidence, and I, I just think he's the right. I'm not saying he's a superstar. I'm saying he will be great for this team if they, if he's upright. And that's what the Niners do in these playoff games against they did against Green Bay last year. They did against uh, the Cowboys uh, on uh, Sunday. They just hang around just enough to to kind of pick a little bit here, throw in a field goal here, make a stop here. It's not you're not sitting back on it's not it's not the Bills, it's not Mahomes, it's not even um uh, the, the Bengals where you're going, "Oh my gosh, it's offense." Yeah. But but they just they they play smart and and they drive me crazy as a Packers <laughs> fan, but you have to sit back and go, "Wow, what the heck just happened? That that was good, you know?" And so um I I think it's going to be a good matchup this coming week. So they they did it, my boys, nineteen to twelve. Rip, season's over. Sorry. Dak, Praise. goodbye, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's finally over. Now I can just no, I can't. I can't enjoy football. Tim, I'm quitting fancy next year, so I can enjoy right. football. No, you're not. completely. You say this. You said this the past I, I, eight years. I have said that one or two years. I, I did. I did quit for a year or two. Me too. And then I went back <laughs> when I was in real life. Remember, I quit for you a couple. Can't years do it again. Yeah. I don't know. My heart, I can't take it anymore. Know, we went too know, old for this crap. You just won a money league. I oh, won, yeah, that's right. Congrats. I won in like won three that. out of yeah, five of my leagues. The only Did ones really? I, well, so you're, I'm in. You're going out on top. You're Peyton Manning. I'm, I'm 50 50. Don't leave. <laughs> you can't leave. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't leave. I just want to enjoy like I Herbert know. and not wondering you. if no. Chase is going to have more numbers right, than right, him. Yeah, like, I got you. You go to bed at night and you're like, I still got Chase. I'm down by 0.5. That's why you don't go to bed. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. So here's what it's looking like it looks like we have a the conference round finally. 49ers will. Well, they're not going to play. They're they're going to go to yeah, Philly. They're, going, they're, in Philly. Yep. they're going to Philly, yep. and the Bengals are going to KC. Yep. And we just have two games on Sunday, one at 3 and one at 630. Wah, wah. And now it's sad. I know. What happened to the what? Thursday night adrenaline? Monday night. Yeah. 
Well, Thursday night was kind of not there anyway. Uh, the no, adrenaline. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the best part is is getting to this round. The worst part is only having these games. Right, yeah. That means the podcast slows down, the season slows down, life slows down. Last weekend. Until was March, the, the end of right, March. That's right. I know, it peaks to the draft. Peak. I know. It's exciting. Again. It does. I, so here we go. This this is where we make our money right here. We don't make any money. I'm just saying. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, I was going to pick my NFC and talk about it. You want to go NFC first? Yeah, let's do that. All I right, think, here we go. I think the 49ers win. Okay. Because they've they know they know the game plan. Shanahan's a better coach than everybody 100%. right now. But this game is 100% going to rely on Christian McCaffrey. If he's able to play, which uh, he's obviously going to play, but able to play through the injury to the full what's the word? Full potential? Full yes, potential. there you go. Full potential what we know he is. I think he's lost a step based off a few years ago. He's had a ton of injuries, but he's still a dynamic player, still a top five rusher in the league. I think this is he is the reason why they're going to win because if we saw with the Eagles last game, Saquon Barkley, like you said, didn't get a lot of carries. I think that he's the reason they have to win because they're gonna they had one of the best defensive lines in the league in the Dolph or the Eagles do, and they have to put pressure on Brock Purdy. And I think there's going to be a lot of dump offs in this game. And I think that he's going to have to make some plays. Yeah, I'm. I'm also going to pick the 49ers for this game. Uh, I do like the Eagles' offense. I just think sometimes it's it's not it's not as much so you can rely on like the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like the weapons all across the board. Um, just the consistency of the 49ers. You're confident in the number one defense, the 49ers. You're confident in against this Eagles team. I just in terms of talent across the board, like Miles Sanders and Boston Scott, obviously, in my opinion, aren't better than McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. I think there's no argument there. And then you see the big plays over the middle that George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel out of the backfield. I just think there's way more to bring to the table for this offense over the Eagles, and I think that the passing game will be more sustainable for the 49ers and what they do, and especially time of possession. We just talked about teams that have no time of possession. Buffalo Bills, they got outrun by Joe Mixon. They Time of possession just completely in favor of the 49ers in most games, and that's why they have been on such a long run. And you saw the losses that the Eagles have had. It's because the other team ran on the clock, ran the ball, and had the, the ball for way more time than the Eagles. And uh, if the Eagles don't get going early in the fir- or first half, they've been the best first-half team in the league. Their second half has been poor, and that's when the Niners do very well. So I just think it's kind of an opposite there, and I just think the Niners are more favorable. Yeah, it's currently, Tim, the, uh, the line is 2.5 for the Philly. Yeah. So I'm I'm taking Philly. I okay. am in this one. I am I, I I don't see it as a slam dunk and I don't even say it with a hundred percent confidence. But I, I agree with Josh from the standpoint of if we're sitting there in the third quarter and we're at a you know, fifteen fifteen game or you know, some oh, that's a weird score, but you know, like yeah, yeah. some some something like that. <laughs> some but if we're still tight in the third quarter, you're right. It it absolutely favors uh San Francisco. I, the only reason, well, I mean, I have several reasons. The, the reason I do give Philly the edge is the idea of it being in Philly, not seeing, neither neither team, in my opinion, has had a true test yet this year. A lot of these AFC teams have kind of gone through the gauntlet. Bengals have gone through, you know, they played Kansas City, they played Buffalo, they played, you know, I don't think Philadelphia or San Francisco has had a really, really tough test this year. I don't even know that there are too many teams that you would call a tough test. I think this will be the the first real big test, and I I like that they're at home. The weather's supposed to be nasty in Philadelphia. Oh boy! And so for Brock, per, it, my my reason, and this 
hopefully we don't play this back next week and you go, Tim, you <laughs> idiot. Brock Purdy throws for, uh, you know, throws eight touchdowns. But my reason for picking against San Francisco is it's more it, reason for picking Philly is more a pick against Brock Purdy. I don't have complete confidence in Brock Purdy in a hostile Philly um, uh, stadium in bad weather on the road. Um, again, I could be totally wrong, and you're right. They have the best remain well, the best coach of the two, they, yeah. uh, absolutely, um, in Shanahan, and and he he will have them ready. But I think it's a close game. But I think Philadelphia comes out on top. Yeah, and I think that's why exactly why I picked uh, the Cowboys last week, thinking that the you know, the number one, or yeah. the pressure. This is exactly not what I was going to say to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not number one defense because the Niners are, but the next best defense in the league, mm-hmm. the Cowboys this year playing against Brock Purdy would shake him up. And I, I mean, they did. He had zero touchdowns, but they, the consistency there with no turnovers and everything like that, I just think is why I would pick the Niners this week. Maybe I'm going to get both wrong. Right. And, uh, no, <laughs> and my flip side them, would but. be like, you're, you're right, but like my flip side would be Dak was so bad, yeah. right? And I, I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to be that bad. Yeah, Maybe he will. But, well, but I, was trying I, to, yeah. I was trying to teach our buddy Ryan the value of how to actually compare teams without mm-hmm. being a meatball fan. Right. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> In that lesson, it was like you look at things like Dallas has a great defense. 49ers have a great defense. Wash. Dallas scores this. 49ers score. That's a wash. At the quarterback position, I paused Mm -hmm. because his response was, well, I've seen everything I need to know out of Purdy. You know, he's he's the guy. I'm like, Dak has a way better, longer resume. People would probably trust Dak more than a six-game veteran (laughs) in Purdy. I said, but because Dak is – and you know he makes mistakes. Yep. And hanging Purdy out with Jameis Winston. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a wash still. Yeah, yeah. I know there's no advantage. Yeah, I actually went with Dallas same reason Josh did, thinking with all else fails, they mm-hmm. have a six game veteran at quarterback. Right. And I gave the advantage to Dallas for that reason. He'll mm-hmm. know what to, Dak will know what to do with this pressure. Mm-hmm. Purdy won't. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. For that reason alone, I'm going with Purdy till he proves me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't think he's a liability because I watched Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. <laughs> I watched Absolutely. Chris Miller yep. get a team to a Super Bowl. Yeah. So my point is, like, um, I, I've seen subpar quarterbacks play mm-hmm. well. Is my point. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if the pressure from the defensive mm-hmm. line of the 49ers would be as good as other matchups. You look at the offensive line for the Eagles; they've been top of the league this mm-hmm. year. Uh, Lane Johnson's probably the best right tackle in the league. Jason Kelly's. Or Jason Kelsey might be the best center in the league. I don't know. But um, I just but, watched um, tape on Parsons getting bodied. Yeah. Parsons. Like, <laughs> Against literally Trent, one of the Trent best Williams. pass rushers already. Yeah. yeah. Trent just said, no, sir. Yeah. And Trent Williams is probably left best left tackle. But, I mean, it's going to be a tough matchup yeah. across the board. I think the Eagles do have a better defensive line than the Niners, aside from Nick Bosa. And um, I think it'll be a lot closer. But um, they, the Eagles really need Brock Purdy to stink in this game. So am I hearing he Niner, Niner, Eagle? That's right. Niner. Okay. The other side of the ball, only two and a half point favorites on the other side. So that, I mean, these lines are close as they could possibly mm-hmm. be. Uh, they're saying essentially that the Eagles, and let me check the current, uh, the Eagles are two and a half and the Bengals are one and a half. Yeah. Bengals, not at home. Yeah. One and a half point favorites. I, I do think that's because obviously Joe Burrow is three and zero against the Chiefs in his career. And then obviously the high ankle sprain to Pat Mahomes adds to it. Well, the stat came out that Joe Burrow is now the most winning quarterback in Cincinnati. That says a lot for Joe Burrow, but it doesn't say a lot for Cincinnati. <laughs> like, yeah. Dak's lost more games or as many games as he's won, and I mean, that Joe doesn't Burrow's say had anything. Two and a half years there, right? Yeah, because <laughs> he had an ACL injury. And we're talking since he's been the Super Bowl twice before right. against the 49ers, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all right, who wants it? I'll take it. I think um, it's going to be a rematch of two years ago. Yeah. 
49ers Chiefs. Chiefs are winning mm, this game. Okay. I think it's at home. Chiefs don't lose at home. He's not going to lose four in a row against Joe Burrow. Mm. Patrick Mahomes said he is playing. Andy Reid knows Patrick Mahomes hurt. They're going to be creative. Maybe they run the football. Who knows? But I think Travis Kelsey is going to be the number one priority for the Bengals to stop. I think you see one of these receivers finally come out, whether it's MVS or Juju, and they're going to have a monster game, which they've been splashy this year. They both kind of had big games here and there. Mm-hmm. But I think the other receivers step up in this game. Kadarius Tony, if he's playing. I don't know if he's hurt. He's always hurt. But I think he's going to be a factor in this game. Everyone but Kelsey, because the Bengals are going to have to figure that out. If they don't, I think the Chiefs blow him out if Kelsey's not leashed in. However you want to say that, shackled. Old, old man withers. <laughs> He's not old man with I know he's not. This is my name around <laughs> here for Chiefs. Chiefs for Caleb. So I'm going to take the other side. I'm going Bengals. <laughs> You're a closet uh, Bengals fan, I, I, though. No, I'm not yeah, a closet yeah, Bengals are. fan. No, I'm not. Well, I do I do like their uniforms, man. Those they uniforms are, cool. are pretty high. The white ones are yeah, cool. Yeah, the white ones. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. the white ones. Yeah, not those ugly ones. But, yeah. Uh, the white ones look <laughs> good the other day. Um, no, I. you know what? It's, I, I'm not picking them because of Jamar Chase. and I, I mean, that's part of it. But their defense. Their yeah. defense went into Buffalo in the snow against a Buffalo team. Now, I know Buffalo had plenty of mistakes, but emotionally they were on such a high and DeMar Hamlin's back in the building and like, and they just shut them down. And now you're playing a Chiefs team that Mahomes is not at 100%. Who knows what? And, and, you know, Mahomes at 90% is better than most quarterbacks in the league. (laughs) Right, right. right. Um, But if they can figure out a way to stop Travis Kelsey, easier said than done, mm-hmm. but I think they will do better than Jacksonville did because of their defense mm-hmm. and because of the way they match up. I, I think I think Kansas City actually has to play almost a perfect game to beat the Bengals, to be honest with you. I think they've got to find some other options, whether it's Juju, MVS. Um, they've got to establish a run game early. Kansas City does because... But to me, if the Bengals, no, this is a giant if, but if the Bengals play as well as they did last week, they're winning the whole thing. No one's stopping them. Yeah, They did play pretty perfect. They did. Yeah, I'm going to be picking the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I know Pat Mahomes is injured. Uh, they are the number one offense in the NFL. They do have the most yards per game, most passing yards. Um, and despite that, you know, Juju is a guy that they picked up, and uh, he—if he didn't miss those games from getting knocked out in the uh, Jaguars game, he's <laughs> right. actually in a thousand-yard receiver this yeah. year. Surprisingly. Juju hates the Bengals. <clears throat> yes, of course he, he does. He's a stealer, but he's—he was almost in a thousand-yard receiver this year, and um, maybe he'll stay there, maybe he'll not. But th- they are also second in sacks. They have been a pretty impressive offense, despite allowing a Defense. good amount of yards. The pressure is there, and they do have their best games when Chris Jones has his best games. And traditionally in the playoffs, Frank Clark. When he has his best games, they just dominate teams. When he had his best game this year, they put up 44 against the San Francisco 49ers, the number one defense. So they, when their defense is on, they're they're easily the best team in the league, and I expect them to be on this game with the likelihood of uh, two second-year guys who've only started one game at each tackle position. So there's going to be a ton of pressure on Joe Burrow this game, in my opinion. And uh, Joe Burrow, I know he had a great game in the Super Bowl. He had big plays and touchdowns in that game. He had a great game last week, um, but... He had a stretch last year. We had three games and one touchdown each of those games. This is just not a layup for him, and uh, he really has to play his best game in order mm-hmm. to beat the Chiefs traditionally. Yeah. And uh, I think missing both tackles is just not going to be good for him in this game. Yeah, I think that's the biggest factor here is throwing their injuries. Yeah, third yeah. and fourth starting linemen. I don't think that's going to be very good, especially with Frank Clark playing the way he has. Especially, I believe last week was it Chris Jones or Frank Clark that went crazy last week? Uh, Frank Clark, I believe. Yeah, but one of them, whichever one's hot, it doesn't matter. I think. 
that's going to be the factor here is the pressure. Joe Burrow coming into the year and the year last year and his rookie year when he got hurt. That's always been the problem there. Pretty much the only problem on the offense is protecting Joe Burrow. But like Tim said, I think it's going to be close, but I think the Chiefs win. I, I don't know. It's going to flip a this, coin. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. At this point in the NFL right now, those three teams, Buffalo, Kansas City, and and the Bengals, they could play each other 20 times, and I think they'd each win six or seven times. Yeah. So, you know, honestly, like the, the combinations. It really, you're right. It, it'll come down to the line on, on both sides. If, if the Chiefs' defense is playing up, right. I don't think it's going to be close. Yeah, uh, gosh, guys. Um, everything in tells me, everything in my brain says, you know, Joe Burrow, you got to go with the guy. You know, their team's hot, blah, blah, blah. This is They're the, very this hot. Is, this is the future. This is the next Tom Brady. Go with adult Macaulay Culkin. Uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I hate him. I don't want him to win. I love the Bengals. <laughs> you making Tim Lone Wolf both no, sides? Yeah, I no, love it. I, I love wish it. I had a Lone Wolf to put you, bro. I, I feel like, and nope, maybe the Hamvies are just freaking homers, and no, we, we can't get it. What are you talking about, homers? We that's haven't great. talked about you this You got the MVP quarterback. I know he's banged up. Well, guys, don't build advantage. Listen, Bengals fans, I know there's a couple of you that actually listen to the show, and um, I'm sorry you're a Bengals fan, but on top of that, <laughs> I don't hate your team. Like I right. do like your team. I think your coach is good. I like your receiving mm-hmm. core. I think you have one of the best receiving cores. Mm-hmm. P. Ryan's beard is second to none. I love his I beard. Mean, who can grow a beard like He's that? He's a great but, running man. He's yeah. underrated. Mm-hmm. I think Washington yes. should have just kept him. The only fault I have is they kept their last coach too long, and G- mm-hmm. you know Giovanni uh, was kind of a bust for them for mm-hmm. 20 years. But outside <laughs> of that, they're a good team. I don't <laughs> have a problem with the team. Wait. Yeah, it's it been worth the wait. I just hate Joe Burrow with an intimacy that I can't express, <laughs> and I don't know why. Like I'm going to pray about it but later because the guy bothers decision. me. He bothers me so much. I think, it, yeah, I some think, people call it swagger, but it's it doesn't work for me. I don't um, know. Yeah, so I say, and I'm just being funny. I say all that to say, I, my my head is saying Burrow's going to win the game, but my heart's saying no, Patty. Come on, it's let's MVP, win the game, Patty. Holmes. Patty Mahomes. I believe in the Walrus, y'all. I believe in the Walrus. <laughs> Yeah. I do. He showed me how to one bite a hamburger on Guy Fieri's show. So that's right. Andy <laughs> Reid. And I, yeah. I would believe. <laughs> he actually did. I would believe more in the Bengals because you would say, "Hey, Joe Mixon. Yeah, he's way better than Isaiah Pacheco, and he's yeah. way better than this running game. Right. And they can sustain the game against the Chiefs, but he's not. He hasn't had big games. He's just been. Right. He's just been a guy getting four yards, getting below average carries per game. I have him fantasy. I trade him to Tim's son, and he dropped sixty points on me. That's so, right. That's right. One yeah, game of the yeah, year, he right. decides to do anything. Ethan punished you <laughs> with the guy. So happy about that. I don't know. Guys, <laughs> pray for me. I don't want to hate a person like I do, I Joe Burrow. No, but okay. it's, it's rough, man. <laughs> I think there's a jinx here. I think Frank Clark's going to have the best game of his life. The Chiefs, he wears number 55. They have 55 okay. sacks on the year. Ooh. His best games are, like when they got propelled into the Super Bowl or the last couple of years mm-hmm. against the 49ers, mm-hmm. he had the best game of his career pushing them into the playoffs. I think it'll happen again. Well, it is funny. People have kind of been sleeping on the Chiefs all year long, right? Yeah. It's been like, is it, it's, I think the Bills, for the most part, have been the, like, oh, they're the team, and, the, and then the Bengals are, are hot right now. And the, right. the Chiefs are like, hi, remember yeah. us? We're, and that, we're still really stinking and good. And I think so, that, yeah. that people get tired of how good they are. Like right. at some yeah. point with right. Tom Brady and the Patriots, they'd have a Over a, subst- yeah. a slightly worse season than they would normally have, and that's yeah. the year they go to the Super Bowl and right. win. Right. Yeah, and I think I've said it for the past like eight weeks on the show is Patrick Mahomes has been in the slump, but he's still putting up MVP numbers. Yeah. They've still won every game since the slump has started. He's just not – I don't know. He's not carrying them to wins like he – did in years past. Their team's playing up to that. They have the worst wide receiving quarter they've had because they don't have to re-kill, obviously. They still have Travis Kelsey. Doesn't matter. They have zero run game. They have a rookie who, who's explosive, but he, they don't give him enough carries. Mm-hmm. Their defense is playing up. Their kicker's finally healthy. I mean... <laughs> the stars. Also, guys, you know, we joke. This is a joke for those of you that know me. 
about the gods of football. And and here's what the here's how I always talk about it is that there's just funny things that happen in the NFL. Like Mike Tomlin is a sucky team and he's going to still make the playoffs right. and keep the streak alive. <laughs> the gods of football right, wanted that right, to happen. Yeah. I only see. I don't think the gods of football want to see that idiot coach in Philly win a game this year to call the Super Bowl. I don't like this guy. And I feel the same way about Joe Burrow right now. You got some I, hatred, man. Hatred. I do. Wow. I, I think yeah, I feel like we need a You guys seriously <laughs> depressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the Cowboys are done. I'm, I'm mad at everybody yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. In other words, I think I think it's time for Shanahan to either go ahead and concrete that, you know, mm. solidity that he's who we think he is. Yeah. He or is. the walrus to concrete that solidity right. that Philly should have never gotten rid of him. Wins this game and goes to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's already a Hall of Famer, but he's like first ballot. Top ten coach, Hall of Fame guy. Yeah, right? th- this is why I hate the goat conversation yeah. because there is no goat. There's mm-hmm. just great I football mean, players, yeah. coaches. I mean, and and stuff. you got it, Walsh, you got Lombardi, you got Belichick. Right. To say Tom Landry's yeah. Shula terrible because he didn't have the numbers that Shula and and no one says that. Right, right, but right. I mean, that's what we're basically saying. You yeah. know, I just feel like the gods of football are going to give Shanahan or the Walrus a win. Yeah, and I, th- that's I think all I say the rematch is happening. Yeah, yeah. With Andy Reid, obviously, head coach the Philadelphia Eagles for quite some time, and they released him for that situation but he gets a chance to potentially play against the eagles and beat them there's also a chance for the kelsey brothers to be playing up against each other in the super bowl as well i love that like i love the kelsey brothers that's good in football Mm -hmm. i love mccaffrey's dad was a football player and he gets this legacy with his dad like i love those things i don't like idiot coaches and and you know punk boy quarterbacks (laughs) (laughs) what would you do without saying philly versus Bengals? I'm not watching. <laughs> I'll boycott. I boycotted Super Bowls before over less. Uh, <laughs> who wins I, that game though? Yeah, I'm, I Eagles don't care. or Bengals? Bengals? I don't care. Bengals? I'm a closet Bengals. Fan. I, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> you just pick them all the time. So you I like Joe Burrow? Um, I don't. I definitely don't hate him like you do. <laughs> I, no, I, I will say I don't follow him nearly as much. Like, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't. No, I don't hate him. Yeah, I, I mean, I. Yeah, no, I don't hate him. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate him as much as I hate the coach for the Eagles, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> I don't mind anybody. I dislike Joe Burrow compared to other quarterbacks. There's guys. I don't like no, no. flashiness. You hate Joe Burrow. I don't like flashiness. You hate him from the day. Well, they dubbed him Peyton Manning in college. See, he had one year. He had yeah. one year. Here in college. comes the best <laughs> offensive team in college history. You he had nine people drafted from that offense. You hate like I hate, and you know you do. Just doesn't hate anybody. And Tim doesn't hate. Well, it. no, Tim's no, I, I don't like swag. <laughs> I don't like swag if it's but, against my team. Like, but if you are literally the nicest person on the entire planet. No, you no, you don't hate off. anything. <laughs> I don't hate, but yeah, I, I hate. Seattle. I shouldn't hate. Now I I'm going to pray. Yeah, We're in the middle of 21 days of prayer. I know what I'm praying for tomorrow. There you go. Yeah, I just you're praying for Joe Burrow. I'm praying for Joe Burrow and my hate for him. I think I don't know. I don't like players that people or the news media tell me to like like they right. told me to like zach wilson i don't right. like him they told you. me to like josh allen he's a good quarterback they I told think you chase was the next randy moss right. they told me that you could be why can't they just players just be them why do they have to be randy moss or peyton manning yeah. just be who they are i don't i don't know if they mean to do it and obviously the comparisons for players are stylistically like it's yeah. not always like this guy is going to have a 20-year career like right. one for one <laughs> like yeah. i just think they need to express what they're saying in their comparisons because like in this year's class they had Drake London compared to Larry Fitzgerald that it's made like, me sick what are the odds mm-hmm. that's gonna happen yeah. <laughs> it made me yeah. so sick on draft night but yeah, yeah like uh. the Randy Moss Jerry or Jamar Chase like whoever you want to compare him to I think they right. have to qualify what they're saying within the comparison right yeah. well I mean like I, Chase is more comparable to Des Bryant or Odo Beckham they're athletic because, right. freaks. I think you can't, you can't say like he's Randy Moss. Yeah, they don't even style. play like that. I right. say you can't say that and then 
him have a bad career, but be like, yeah, he looked like him, though. Journalism mm-hmm. used to be like Mel Kuyper talking about Michael Irvin. Like, this guy's not going to stretch the field. He's a possession guy. He's a guy you're going to get the ball to on third right. down who right. can score right. in the red zone. He was exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's a good evaluation. He never had to mention another player's name. Right. That's all that we do now is right. compared yeah. to other oh, players. Oh, 100%. It just drives this me crazy. Is, this is the we, next. We don't talk yeah. about sports anymore. Yeah. We don't go say, hey, Dak was you know, 17 right. to 29 too. Right. We say, Dak must feel terrible after his loss. Mm-hmm. I don't right. care about how yeah, Dak how feels. feels. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about the game. Give me the numbers. I think that's why in, in scouting people get lost because all they heard about, like, we always talk about him, but it's it's easy to talk about him now because everyone knows the fact. With Zach Wilson, all they talked about was how he has a big arm. That he, one throw. He, right. If you watch him, you see Pat Mahomes. If you watch him, you see Aaron Rodgers. They didn't talk about what he was good or bad Maybe at. Aaron Rodgers, man, didn't you hear? They see what they want to see. They interviewed Aaron Rodgers next to him in a joint practice two off-seasons ago in Zach Wilson's rookie year about his comparisons to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers right there. They asked him the question. And Aaron Rodgers said, yeah, he reminds me of me. What, what is he supposed what to, do you say? Want to no, say? No, this guy's nothing like <laughs> me. Yeah, no, this guy's trash. <laughs> they both came from wealth. They went to right. that side of the country schools. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Similar situations. Boys. Both big arms. You just, <laughs> but Aaron's fun and has. Send, a, but they're completely yeah. different. You got to send out the cryptic uh, Bill Belichick, where he's like, he can make all the throws. Yeah, <laughs> but you got to give Aaron credit. I don't know. They thought he'd be the next Brett Favre. Obviously, the Packers no. did, but. No. He sits there, he quietly with his little beady eyes takes in all of Brett Favre's mojo and literally becomes the next Brett, Brett Favre to the T. There were there was web, he might be better. Were, yeah, oh, I think he is better. He, he is better. There, there were websites fire Ted Thompson who was the GM at the time. <laughs> I, I mean people were so mad He's at the time. Better than Brett Favre but not as fun to watch. I agree with that. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Brett was just a gun. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> he's like four Hail Marys that are like top 10 catches right, yeah. of all time. He throws a Hail Mary They're like a punt. Right. Aaron's more controlled. That oh, 100%. Overall, the Cardinals-Packers yeah. game. Right. Y'all might know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Cardinals-Packers oh, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yes, back and yes, forth. Yes, Larry yes, Fitzgerald, yes, yes. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's no. top five yeah. game. Brett, Brett was just so fun to watch. Mm. He was fun to watch. But Aaron's the better thrower of the ball. Oh. Aaron's the top five thrower of the ball. Of all time. Ever, he's right? top three in right. my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and He's perfection. When he has a pocket, it's perfect every time. Again, no offense, Tim. An yeah. organization with two <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl victories right. over the last thirty yep, years, now. like it's unspeakable. It is because we Sickening. know. Right. I, I told the boys growing up, like Marino would get double digit wins and have no thousand yard rusher, no top right. ten defense, yep. no good. I mean, no nobody right. year after year because good talent gets theirs, yeah. and that's been Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, like he is not deserved to have such bad teams around yeah. him. You know, no, he, I mean, I, arguably, sorry, he made. Jordy Nelson, I know he's a good receiver, but he made him who it's he Jordy was. Nelson. Randall Cobb, they're right. best friends, so that's right. going to work. Yeah. Devontae yeah. Adams is the only guy he's really had other than Donald Driver. Mm-hmm. He's had yeah. a handful of good talent. He's right. good talent. He hasn't had any C.D. Lambs. But Devontae Adams is Adams. the only great player right. that he's hasn't right. had to make better. He's but, already that but good. But even Dallas knows you get you get C.D. Lamb, you get Michael Parsons, you get great talent. You, get, you mm-hmm. stack the talent. That's right. how you win Super Bowls. Yeah. Parcells did it with the you yeah, know the, the his defense yep. mm-hmm. back in the eighties. He stacked talent. Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious as to what the numbers are, but they talk about how like one Super Bowl isn't enough for a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. But you think about the guys that have multiple Super Bowls. It's either a crazy good dynasty like amongst history, ab- right. amongst the best teams like the Niners, the Cowboys, the Steelers, stuff like Patriots. that. Tom Brady yeah. and stuff like that. Like beyond Tom Brady and like the guys who are undoubtedly top five right mm-hmm. ahead of Aaron Rodgers like your Peyton Mannings mm-hmm. your Breezes your guys like that like those guys beyond Tom Brady and Peyton Manning only have one ring too like mm-hmm. Drew Brees only has one 
Brett Favre only has one. Like guys, they only have one, and we're we're comparison we're making the comparison for them to be greater based off of the guys that we think are better than them, and they yeah. I, and they are because Peyton it's Manning, team and Tom Brady. Right. You can't base quarterback all time talent off Super Bowl wins. Right. No, and the game changes and how they protect. I mean, Terry Bradshaw would lose teeth in games mm-hmm. because they didn't care. He had right. more. Right. Interceptions and touchdowns yeah. in his career. I, yeah, right. I, think, I well, think it was also, almost one to one. Like he, he's probably lost more teeth than you know. He's. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. the point is they they didn't pamper quarterback. And I like some of the rules. Don't get me right. wrong, but we've seen some ridiculous. Well, I'm all for protect people's heads, but right. other than that, you should be allowed to. But hit if people, my hand but, is on your happens to be on your yeah, forehead, and I'm yards. and I'm not clubbing <laughs> you like or a, really a, a wrist palm right. to yeah. the chin. The yeah. best call in the game the other day was when one of these players, I forget who it was, CD, I think. They threw a flag because he got hit. Well, he's a runner. He's not a receiver anymore. And then they picked up the flag and said he was in the process of running. He was a runner. Yeah. It's, a, it's no flag. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I it's think, football, guys. I think throw the flag and then look at it. Yeah. That you don't miss calls. Like that one yeah. call uh, two weeks ago, the Bills game, where Singletary was not across the line. Oh, right. And they yep. ruled him way across the line. Yep. Well, the and they're like, well, crap. the cameras were off. It's like, yeah. that shouldn't yeah. happen that's not, that's not, in a playoff yeah. game. Yeah. Or yep. like when, when the chains were messed up somehow yeah. in the game. Yep, and they had to <laughs> That was rough. Where they didn't run the time off. What yeah. was the one game? Do you remember where yeah. they said where Tony Romo was the announcer? He goes, I don't think I've ever seen that before. They <laughs> literally <laughs> just counted one, two, three, and then started the or clock once the, the play Mike had Gusecki, started. The Mike Gusecki pass interference in that right. Dolphins-Bills game. Yes. His arm was wrapped up. Yeah, when it hit yeah. the ball, hit he him had in to the catch face. it with his opposite hand. That's some, he, oh, some I think throw the flag every time, yeah. review it in a playoff yeah. game. There's it some doesn't things, have to be every game. Being on social media, you find a lot of people that I would deem as meatballs, but they have an opinion. No one on the internet is real. Don't look at it. No, I mean actual you friends get of mine. Mad. I, I just follow people that I actually know. I'm not, I'm not that guy. You follow meatballs? Yeah, some of them are meatballs. A lot of my friends are meatball fans. I'm not gonna lie. They just they're they're self absorbed and they don't have a clue. They just love their team blindly, and yeah. I love that about them. Um, <laughs> but Tribalism. I, I, but I am hearing some legit like not balanced calls. And, and listen, if you're standing on the field, I've refed a few flag games. I don't ever want to ref anything bigger because I I was already freaked out that I couldn't mm-hmm. get things right. And I felt bad about every call I made. And I couldn't imagine if it's a real high-stakes game. These guys have right. a lot on their yeah. plate. It's hard to see it in real time. Your eyes deceive you. You know, I get it. But at the same time, there has to be – pass interference is all over the place. This mm-hmm. year it's been different. It's all over the place. Yeah. If I can't put two arms on the ball, you're mm-hmm. interfering with me. Right. If you're on my back before the ball hits my right. chest, you're yeah. interfering. These <laughs> are easy things yeah. that we're letting go way too yeah. much. Way too much. And let the quarterback get hit. They're people right. too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. to be honest, if if there wasn't so much, like I don't know what the word is for that, but like roughing the passer, yeah. people are scared to hit the quarterback. Like to be honest, the Cowboys game should have ended two plays earlier when Eric Armstead mm-hmm. tried not to hurt him too bad in the end zone. And right. He was able to escape. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then that play where Diggs basically could have basically murdered. Uh, yeah, <laughs> your boy George Kittle. George Kittle. Yeah. And you see him going, I don't want to get a penalty, and right. he just kind of yeah. slides by. What do you do? Right. I mean, you stand there, you I get mean, a penalty. You hit him, this, you get a penalty. People won't like this, but you take the penalty, you hit him. I agree. That 40-yard yeah. catch, if I he agree. drops it, you, you take the 15 yards for pass interference right. or defenseless right. receiver. Yeah. That's true. And that's the thing. And that's the game. These players right, know that. Yeah. yeah, I get defenseless receiver, but so you're saying I'm not allowed to hit the guy because he's bobbling the ball coming forward. That's like, when that's, you hit him. I, right, I know. Yeah. But well, the I flag's know. there to benefit him getting hit and rewarding right. the team for that. It makes yeah. up for it. Well, I'll get off anyway, my soapbox. We're, we've been yeah. ranting a lot this episode. No, no, it's great. <laughs> hey, because we're running out of football and it's making me sad. Yeah, I'm sorry. And then I'll have to wait a whole year before I can hate Joe Burrow again. Oh, get Lord, Joe, oh my gosh. Joe Burrow vendetta dollars. I'm buying you a Joe Burrow jersey when they win the Super Bowl. Tim will call it. 
He's coming to speak at your church, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, who is coming? Would that change your, uh, would that change your perspective? <laughs> Who's the current coach of Clemson? Right. Debo? Yeah. Who was the Dabo past Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney. Somehow we are last oh, really? last oh, year we had Georgia's really? former championship coach okay. speak at, on Super Bowl Sunday. Ah. This year somehow I was like, did you hear Dabo Sweeney's come? We're like, no, that's not him. It's uh, the other guy. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's always the other guy. It's always yeah. the, other, the guy. other guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is weird. Guy. Yeah, if you get me a Joe Burrow jersey, I'll burn it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I can't do that, bro. No. Your, don't buy me a Joe Burrow. That's your money. Don't do it. Don't buy, I'll buy anyone. You a signed portrait. <laughs> then he'll put it in my office when I'm not yeah, looking. Yeah, right next to my autographed Drew uh, Pearson jersey that's in my office. Right, there you go. Got to have an OG '88. <laughs> well, conference matchup isn't what I'd hoped for. Wah, wah. Yeah. But is it what any of us hoped for? Nope. Nope. I don't really care. Nope. Packers, <laughs> you do care. Caleb, you've literally lived through an entire lifetime of Dallas being bad. So. No, they're not bad. They're just average. Yep. They're, they're almost there average. every year. Yep. But they got Joey the Carson who was standing on the corner saying, we're going to win the Super Bowl every year. And everyone's like, woo, because this he's good at year. it. This is the year. Yeah, I'm, Go if, get Aaron. If they do not move Dak Prescott, if they do not move Dak Prescott, I got to consider my uh, my love for this team. Because it hurts. Whoa. Tim, I had to stop watching football. What's uh, one more year of hurt? When it was that's what I've been saying for twenty seven years. <laughs> yeah. I when, jinxed you. <laughs> when the Cowboys got the ball with like three and a half, their, yeah. their second drive. Yeah. And I knew we didn't have a prayer. Mm. Dak's not gonna walk. I'm like, guys, I got I'm done. And I left. Did you? The funniest part is anytime something happens, if Josh is like in the room, then I know something's up. Uh-huh. You know? But he wasn't in the room. Then I came out of the shower or whatever, I was getting ready for bed. Because I'm going to have 4 o'clock anyway. Right, yeah, I don't yeah, need to be yeah, up. Yeah. And we got the ball again. And I'm like, I'm trying not to watch this. Right. Like, how, how did this take so long? I just we wanted did to have, be over. Elijah Mitchell blessed Dallas with one more chance. Because he stepped out of he bounds. He stepped out of bounds. All he had to do was take that knee. And... He thought he was going to score, though, so let's be fair. But see, he didn't you, break 20 yards. You don't get hurt as much because you're so used to them losing. Oh, I'm just... It's Stockholm Syndrome. I'm used to it. I've lived <laughs> I love through, my captain. I've lived through both dynasties. <laughs> I love my I've lived through Jerry. both dynasties. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, Jerry. You've, <laughs> you've had enough in your life like, I have, right. of bad that the good mm-hmm. makes it so special. Right. And these boys have never... Well, you've never experienced know, it. You have. I'm just I mean, numb to it, it now. It is so worth it. I've, I've, it it's just so bad point, that I had to I'm pick sorry. a team that was bad a few years ago in Jacksonville and root for them. Right. And now they're good. Yeah. So, so there you go. That's my second team. Can I just say this before I get calls from other pastors? I don't really hate anybody. It's just okay. good radio. It's just like Stephen uh, A. Smith. A I, yeah, I got to talk, talk, right? I love That's Stephen right, A. Yeah. Smith. People oh, can't see that as a joke. He's 100% joking. It's it's an act. It's great. Him yeah. and Skip Bayless. Skip I'm, Bayless just says number stuff. I'm saying if Joe Burrow and, and that idiot in, who coaches the Eagles walked in the room, <laughs> I would be nice to him. Like, well, I got nothing against him. That's what I'm saying, right? His yeah. name's Nick Sirianni. Well, you've always been a Chiefs fan. Hey, he's probably going to be coach of the year, unfortunately. I've not always been a Chiefs fan. What no, it is no, is... you are now. Yeah, I've Tim always been an Andy. I'm a good guy he, fan. Tim or Dable for catch of the year. Sorry, sorry. Oh, no. Peterson. I think Peterson, Peterson gets Peterson, it. Peterson, Peterson. Or Peterson Dable. Peterson I would like Dable, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I like I think both of them. The, the fact that they went from dead last the past right, two right. years that's, to, that's be, yeah, to yeah, yeah. almost AFC championship, Yep, that's got to push them forward. While we're talking, while we got Tim in the hot seat, a Giants going to keep their quarterback? I think they have to, right? I think you've got to make the make the offer. I I think they absolutely will. I mean, He's early, better. midway through the year. Signs. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, they were rumored to be interested Ooh. in Rodgers, but I, I I think they'll lock him up. And I do. I you said you think Saquon's gone. 
I, be, I read the New York papers every morning, which is ridiculous. Who, who does that? But <laughs> You're I do. a native New Yorker. I am Come a on. native New Yorker. But they, um, you know, Saquon keeps saying he doesn't want to break the bank. He's willing to take less money. I believe which, that. Which, He's in the last page of the New York Post. It's always right, the yeah, Giants. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, is that true? So, yeah, it is. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I, they might be bringing the band back and bringing it all back together and running it back again with that group. I, I'd, I'd be shocked if Daniel Jones is not a Giant next year. We still have that fond memory, all of us, of laughing out loud uh, at Michael Dance when they drafted him. And I don't mm-hmm. think they should have still. But he's winning me Sorry, over Michael. in that he is scrappy. <laughs> uh-huh. He he's, he's talented. He could throw the deep ball better than Dak. He can launch that thing. I mean, that's that's not fair. Dak's not good at mid-range balls anyway. That's what mm. she said. Hey. <laughs> Anyways, he can sling that thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the challenge go. for me is Daniel is becoming a much better player. Uh, right before yes. our eyes, and it's obvious that uh, Dable, who's Wait, another... Joe Judge, isn't a good coach. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, ever ever since he took the knee on, it was like a, a first quarter, second quarter, like it wasn't even close to closing out a half or a game. <laughs> yeah, he took right. the knee on his own thirty, like his own one. Yeah, with, that's right. With Jake Fromm. It's like <laughs> that's, that's, that's whole, everything he just said was Fromm the worst anyways. thing. Right, yep, starting with Jake Fromm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to cut out that. That's what she said. Now I'm going to cut out the Jake Fromm. No, I'm kidding. No, it's great. Uh, Guys, talking football is what it's all about. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I I just think maybe getting Daniel Jones back, a lot of it has to do with the money, as Tim said, with Saquon Barkley. They can get Saquon Barkley probably a bit cheaper than uh, probably what he – or he'd be willing to take a pay cut. And I think Daniel Jones, he knows he's not worth that much in terms of (laughs) – In terms of 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 monetary value. In terms of money. Like he, he can come back and get a pretty good discount for the team and they can find someone later or they try to get someone as I mean everyone's interested in Lamar Jackson but if there's a chance that they can get him and they can trade some players maybe Saquon or somebody included with that trade they can get another veteran quarterback to add to that my whole argument had even with Dak was until there's someone available better you go with what you got and I don't think they're in the sweepstakes for any of these guys right I don't see any Carr's not I can't wait to get to the Giants and make them better you know and certainly Aaron Rodgers I think Aaron only moves if it's to a opportunity to absolutely win I don't think either one of those guys want to go to a necessarily large market team either Right, and we saw with Deion Sanders going from San Francisco to Dallas and yeah. win a Super. That's yeah. just sustaining his legacy. Yep, that's why I think Aaron Rodgers has a good chance to come mm-hmm. to Dallas. Last question for me. Okay, you think Aaron Rodgers could be a Titan? Mm-mm. Well, only um, teams that are going to win a Super Bowl potentially. Yeah, I mean, Forty Niners, Dallas. Yeah, Who else needs uh, a quarterback? Jets, Jets. Jet- yeah. 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 So what? weird, weird little thing that came out last year is. Aaron Rodgers bought property in Tennessee, that's not, was, not far yeah, from yeah. Uh, that. That was the that story. But he probably has last year. But property in every state. I mean, he's right? he, yeah. yeah. He does. He does love Las Vegas, though. Mm-hmm. He does. I don't know. This is why but, we watch this. But again, if, if Aaron Rodgers is on the Raiders, are they a championship team? No, I don't think they are. Not with Josh McDaniels. No, no I don't think with, with the, in that division. Yeah. I don't even think they're the best team in the division. Right, I remember so why, we were why do you go we there? very early claimed the Broncos, Amen. and then everyone right. else claimed the Broncos, uh-huh. and then they imploded. Yeah. So, so but I don't know what I know. I don't think he goes there for that very reason. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, if he goes to Dallas, he has a chance to be in a competitive division. Right, he has a roster that is a Super Bowl right. winning potentially yeah. roster, and he's got an owner who's going to pay him and all that jazz. Yeah. But I don't know. This is why we watch this stuff, yep. and we don't want to stop talking. Nothing but we're that stop we thought talking. happened. So. We were pretty right. I mean, even the Dallas game, we knew it would be what it was. We just had thought maybe. Let's was... talk about the game of the year to now. Right. I, I said know, Packers man. Bills in the Super Bowl. Right, right. Yeah, everything well, we thought was backwards. The we Bills... Remember, we did that ranking of what we where we thought the teams were. The Bills disappointed yeah. everybody. Let's be fair. Broncos, yeah, they, they Broncos were the Bills fans are in hiding. No, they lost talking. their running back. They lost. Yeah. 
They were in and out of the receivers. Nathaniel Hackett was a joke. We, we Russell Wilson <laughs> took the back seat, let the coach be a joke for some yeah. reason. Because the last three games of the year, he looked very good. Yeah, I, I don't understand. That no whole coach situation. looks amazing. Yeah. 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 No, we whiffed on that one. So. All I hope <laughs> is that Nathaniel Hackett, he's getting an interview with the Jets' offensive coordinator position. Uh, Please no. don't let that happen. Right. You already had your receivers cuss no. out the last guy. Don't bring Nathaniel <laughs> right. Hackett no, in. Don't bring. <laughs> well, conference round is honest, guys. Uh, gals, enjoy the games. Tune in. Only Sunday games this time. It saddens me to say we only have a few more episodes in season two of our podcast, but we are going to come back and talk about the conference matchup as well as give you our Super Bowl picks <laughs> next week. Tim Schneider, love having you hey, here thanks, in guys. the studio. Always fun, always great. Let's get you back again before we're done this season. Absolutely, yes, love Sounds it. Good. All right, we'll see you next time. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please tell a friend and help us spread the word. We've set up our online shop at guyswithouthelmets.com where you can get your own Guys Without Helmet gear. We also post a weekly video on YouTube. So please stop by and give us a like and subscribe to our channel. Finally, if you want up-to-date information and news as it breaks, please follow us on Instagram. As always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Guys Without Helmets.